be playing on PlayStation as long as there is a PlayStation platform. This comes from recent comments from Phil Spencer that we're going to be looking at. There were many who thought there was still a lingering possibility of a Call of Duty Xbox exclusive But Phil Spencer seems to be shutting that down entirely with his recent commentary. The Xbox Activision deal is continuing to be under investigation and not going through just yet. And Phil Spencer is confident that it will. I'm going to give you all of the info right here at the beginning so you don't have to go looking for it. It's a longer video because it's a live stream, but we always start at the beginning with an update so that way you can get all the pertinent information. And then if you want to be here for the discussions, make sure you hit subscribe and the bell button. This is a Reforge update. Phil Spencer says that Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation as long as the platform exists in recent comments about whether or not the game will become a Call of Duty Xbox exclusive. If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my content. So GameInformer.com had the following to say, if things go forward, Xbox head and Microsoft gaming CEO Phil Spencer has revealed that assuming the company's in-progress acquisition of Activision Blizzard. If it goes through, the Call of Duty franchise will remain on PlayStation as long as there is a PlayStation platform for the series to release to. Now, where exactly was this stated? The news comes by the way of a new interview between Spencer and the same Britain YouTube channel where Spencer said Activision Blizzard would keep releasing Call of Duty games on Sony consoles, quote, as long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to. And he referenced once again the Minecraft model. Quote, we're not taking Call of Duty from PlayStation. That's not our intent. Our intent is not to do that. As long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to, our intent is that we continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation, similar to what we have done on Minecraft since we've owned that. We've expanded the places people can play Minecraft. We haven't reduced the places, and it's been good for the Minecraft community in my opinion, and I want to do the same as we think about where Call of Duty can go over the years. So to me, it's pretty clear they have no intention of shrinking the footprint of Call of Duty. That's not a good plan for the property that you buy, especially for the dollar amount that they're trying to buy Blizzard Activision. So it makes sense that they would want to try to put it in more places and not take it from the platform where 48% of the annual Call of Duty sales come from. The deal is still in progress, though. He also touched further on the ongoing acquisition, citing that it's currently in the regulatory phase, which is a phase where Spencer and others talk to regulators about the acquisition, answer their questions, and more. However, Spencer is confident that the deal will go forward. I am pretty confident the deal closing, Spencer told Same Brain in the interview. I'm sorry, the name of the YouTube channel, Same Brain, not Same Britain. Uh, Spending time with regulators, I think they're asking good, honest questions about a big deal. As you mentioned, the biggest deal Microsoft has ever done, the biggest deal I've ever done. Now, if it goes through, what's the timeline? As early as mid-next year is his estimation. He says if everything goes according to plan, the acquisition should be past regulatory phases and ready to go through in June of 20. 20- 
of 23. Now, I found Game Informer's end of the article to be dishonest framing. They said the following, quote, In the meantime, Sony has been criticizing the deal, citing publicly that Xbox acquiring Call of Duty as a first-party franchise would be unfair to PlayStation players. This is simply false. That's not what was ever stated by Jim Ryan or PlayStation. It wasn't that if they acquired Call of Duty as a first-party franchise, it would be unfair to PlayStation players. It's If it went exclusive, it would be unfair to PlayStation players. The concern was not, oh, they're not allowed to own them. It's, wait, what are they going to do with the property once they own it? That could be really bad for our consumers since we make up the largest portion of the purchasing player base. Will Sony respond? I don't know if Sony will respond to this unless they're given maybe a better assurances in the background the three-year extension they were given was going to line up with the next generation of consoles probably around 2027 2028 which is when they would maybe look to see call of duty make more money from playstation not less and playstation probably wants to secure a longer contract than that given the launch of modern warfare 2 and how successful it's been it makes sense this is continuing to be the centerpiece of the debate even though microsoft has indicated in previous interviews they really did this for mobile they want king they want that sweet mobile money what do you think about this has phil spencer finally put it to bed is this game just going to continue to be a massive multi-platform franchise or is there still lingering concerns about it going exclusive let me know what you think in the comments below as always check out reforge gaming that's where i stream live if you want to interact with me over there hit subscribe and the bell button on this video and i'll see you in the next one and i'll see the rest of you right now good morning good afternoon and good evening you know this one's going to be spicy because everybody loves to debate about this acquisition everybody loves to debate about call of duty do me a favor hit subscribe hit the bell button make sure you have smashed the like button get us off to a nice strong start as a reminder to any paying members watching this we need all paying members to upgrade from the base membership of five dollars to a six dollar full membership starting in december we want to have a dividing line between those that get a gifted member and those who are paying for a full membership that's how we did it we also made vip more affordable vip is now only 9.99 instead of 15 bucks so you can actually upgrade to vip for less than you could before but we need every single paying member if you're paying five bucks a month upgrade to the six dollar a month membership it'll be that going forward it's a dollar upgrade but going forward you'll be on six dollars that will enable us to maybe see better conversions we hit close to three thousand members we are all the way back down to 1200 we virtually did not move the floor of membership at all we think some of that's because we don't ask people to convert we don't give them a reason to when they're gifted a membership they get literally everything and we would like to make a slight difference so we need your help with that thank you Zybersword, doing a vip membership welcome back in and make sure you guys get us to those quick 200 likes it's annoying that this message has to be repeatedly stated even though anyone with simple understanding of business knows it makes no sense making cod exclusive even if sony bought it that was one thing that always struck me as kind of funny gail as people like well you know if sony did this they would be trying to make it exclusive and i'm like yeah probably not i mean i don't think they would want to cut off even a portion of the player base even if even if microsoft makes up 25 percent of the player base they don't want to chop that off after you acquire a company you don't want to start making less money off the property it doesn't make any sense 
Yo, thank you, Mr. Smith, for upgrading to a full membership. Appreciate that. But what about when there are no PlayStation straightens glasses? Yeah, right? Yo, what's good, Feed? I see you in the chat out here supporting my favorite parasocial relationship. What's good, Major Mischief? I think Xbox just wants it on Game Pass would become the default place to play. I don't think it would become the default place to play just if it's on Game Pass. Like, you have to imagine what you're asking people to do. <clears throat> and this is where I disagree with Sony. Sony was acting like if they, you know, if if Call of Duty went on Game Pass, that would be really bad for them. And I'm like, no, it wouldn't. I, I can't imagine a portion of the player pool going and buying a new console and a new subscription just to avoid buying the game. Especially if Call of Duty's coming out every two years. What, you, every two years? You're like, oh, I can't do that. I can't be expected to buy Call of Duty. So I'm going to go buy an Xbox and I'm going to buy a subscription so I don't have to do that. That That's a lot of jumps. That's a lot of hoops you got to jump through to get there. To be fair, Jim Ryan riled up the fans with the inadequate comments. I don't think we can blame Jim Ryan for saying the offer was inadequate and that's why the fans got riled up. I was covering this well before Jim Ryan said that and the fans were already riled up. I had Xbox fans in my streams telling me with confidence that Call of Duty Xbox exclusive would be a thing in the future. They're like, no, it'll happen. I'm like, there's no way they're going to do that. And I, I argued with people up one side, down the other. That was happening well before Jim Ryan ever said, hey, this offer that I got, you know, privately from from Phil is not good enough. It's not adequate enough. And we have to see that for what it is. The fact that they wanted to give them a three-year extension and not beyond that is because Microsoft is playing... I've been mistakenly saying they've been playing 3D chess in the past. And it's like, all chess is 3D, I guess, unless you're playing on a computer. They're playing 4D chess. And what Microsoft's trying to do is they're trying to say, hey, we'll give you guys three more years. That'll get you to 2027. And that's around the time they'll probably be marketing and ramping up for new consoles. Because that's five years from now, which means 2028, which is six years from now, we could be seeing new consoles coming into circulation. Because 2023 to 2024 is probably when we see the Pro models hit the market. The Pro models can run for three years or so, maybe four years. And that's plenty of time for them to then say, hey, it's time for new models, which is that's exactly what you would see you literally wore that shirt yesterday oh did you get it from into the am did you use my code or did you already own it guys if you would like to play i'm um, some play if you would like to support one of our newer sponsors into the am.com slash lono or just use code lono at into the am.com this is another one of their really really cool shirts Still working with 80s tees. You can still use code LONO at 80s tees. That will support me. I'll start wearing some of the Christmas shirts that I have from there. Uh, Those ones are really, really cool. Chess is 2D. I mean, it is 2D, as in it's a flat, two-dimensional surface, but you're playing with, like, three-dimensional pieces. Like, 4D chess, I think, is usually when it goes up a level, is it not? Anyways, whenever I said 3D chess, people knew what I meant, right? They knew what I was trying to say. I did say day and date. They will do the Minecraft deal. Why did it take so long? Well, I mean, what do you mean, why did it take so long? What do you mean? Maybe the CODs will be on Game Pass. I'm not too sure about new ones coming to Game Pass while they are still new. No. You play chess on a 2D board. 
That's why I always I always thought the saying was playing three-dimensional chess or playing 3D chess. I always thought that was the saying because isn't that what they... The, hey, somebody ordered some coffee. First coffee order of the day, a light roast to McD09. Guys, you will not be able to order Frickmas for still a couple of weeks, so there's no reason to hold back on your coffee orders, right? Don't hold back. If you want to get your coffee orders in, get your coffee orders in. Try to get us to 200 likes as fast as you possibly can. Uh, we only need 50 more. Tell that uh, to Walmart about Christmas. Tell what to Walmart? Star Trek Chess. Yeah, isn't Star Trek chess considered 3D? 2D chess is played on a grid. 3D chess is played on a monstrous leveled field. Vengeance with 15 months of membership and he's a VIP member. COD was never going to be exclusive. Console exclusivity is a terrible practice and needs to be retired permanently. All hail Phil Spencer. No, I actually don't think console exclusivity is a terrible practice and needs to be retired permanently. We have multiple developers developers that have spoken out about how it actually helps with bandwidth productivity and the quality of the product when they can develop for one platform. This is not uncommon. I actually think some exclusivity is good. I think I think paid for like third party ham-fisted exclusivity is not good. Thank you, Frostpunk, for upgrading to a full membership. We need all paying members to upgrade to full membership for a dollar or upgrade to VIP for five. But we need at least everybody to upgrade for one dollar to full membership before December. I will be changing the content flow in December. So that way, when someone gets gifted a membership, we can say, hey, you get a sampling of some of the content. But if you want all of it, it's a dollar to upgrade. We did not do. We just did not do very well with uh, gifted conversions. We hit three thousand members. We're back to twelve hundred. Virtually none of those people converted to membership, which is is a little is a little you know like wow okay maybe we were giving too much. I think we were sort of devaluing our members only content by just giving it away, and so we're going to be limiting that in December. Only full members and above will get full access to all of the content. Gifted members will get full access to the Discord, the badges, and the emotes, but there will be streams, members-only streams they cannot see. Thank you for saying that. First party is 100% okay, but I don't like third party. Yeah, I don't think first party exclusives are necessarily bad. I think the message has to keep being repeated because Microsoft's words aren't matching with their actions so far. They offered no remedies to the CMA's concerns, and they've misled about their contract negotiations with Sony. In what way have they done that, Eugene? Yo, online MVP just gifted 10 members. Russell Stewart, Stephen Homer, uh, Poe Buddies, Nerfect, love that. Benevolent Icon, OK Newbauer, David Dory, Francis Lanthier, Krebsy Gaming, Grizzly Adams, and Ioannis Katamitros. You guys all got gifted members. If you want to upgrade to a full membership, it's only a dollar and you'll unlock everything especially for December. So if you want to pay it forward, you can gift more members to more people, or if you want to upgrade your membership, you can do it for literally $1, and you'll have a full membership. We had an entire day discussing their misleading statements. I don't really remember the misleading statements that they've made, other than the fact that, like, they... I don't... I don't Like, you need to refresh refresh my memory. I don't like throwing that around. Several more years... What do you mean the several more years? Could we get 30 more likes on the video, guys? Thanks for piling in this morning. Go through your morning ritual. Say good morning in the chat, even if you're going to be lurking. Make sure you're on live chat so you can see what everybody's saying. We are talking about Call of Duty staying on PlayStation, according to Phil Spencer. 
uh, a Call of Duty Xbox exclusive is not going to happen as long as there's a PlayStation platform, which I don't see PlayStation going anywhere anytime soon. I don't know if they said they will change future releases to exclusives, so I may be wrong on that bad faith. He doesn't need to specify future releases. I think people that want to try to like slice out what Phil Spencer is saying to be like, well, he didn't say the word never, and he didn't say future releases. I mean, the, the quote is just undeniably exhaustive. We are not taking Call of Duty from PlayStation. That is not our intent. Our intent is not to do that. As long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to, our intent is that we continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation. That's a, that's a statement made about in perpetuity. That's not about saying, oh, the current titles, oh, this and that. And then he cites Minecraft. He said, we expanded where Minecraft landed. We didn't shrink where Minecraft landed. Legend upgraded to a full membership. Thank you for doing that, Legend. Eugene has uh, a quote here from last week Xbox revealed that it had provided a signed agreement to Sony to guarantee Call of Duty on PlayStation with feature and content parity for at least several more years beyond Sony's existing contract with Activision Xbox said this offer goes well beyond typical gaming industry agreements. I'm not sure what's 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 misleading about that. That's what they did. They offered them a three-year extension, likely because in 2027, Microsoft wants to renegotiate. Come to find out it's a three-year extension. Yes, yeah, several more years. I don't think that that's a misrepresentation of three more years. We covered this. I know we covered this. I didn't frame that as misleading. I didn't frame that as misleading. I framed it as Phil Spencer's telling the public, yes, it's going to stay there, and then they did an extension for three years. You haven't had a thumbnail about them lying? I had a question mark. Phil Spencer lied, question mark, entertaining the idea. Did he tell the public this was only going to last for, this was going to stay on PlayStation while they're privately only offering them three more years? We covered it as misleading. I don't think I framed it as misleading. I think I started the day by saying, this doesn't sound like it's the same messaging. This sounds like mixed messaging. But the more we examined it, Eugene, you were the one that brought up to me, they're likely trying to line this up with the next-gen console releases, which means they just want to renegotiate in 2027. They're not saying, oh, we're going to take it from PlayStation on 2027. It was... Oh, yeah, we're going to give them three more years so we can renegotiate. We want to make more money. Initially, you said Phil lied, but you changed your stance pretty quick. I don't know if I flat out said he lied. I think the way that I framed it was this feels and sounds misleading. You're telling the public one thing and you're privately making assurances to PlayStation another. But then as we covered it, to me, it became clear it was not about trying to rug pull. It was... Around that time, they're going to want to renegotiate. They're going to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation, but they're going to try to renegotiate the deal. They're going to want to make more money from PlayStation at that time. Thank you, Kill You, for upgrading to a full membership. Anybody currently at a $5 membership should be upgrading to a full membership. That's $1 more. He never said Warzone. Okay. That, that, he says Call of Duty as a brand in perpetuity will be shipped to PlayStation. So if you're literally trying to cope by saying, oh, he didn't say Warzone, Warzone will go exclusive. 
Oh, you're joking. I was going to say, that would literally be the one title that couldn't go exclusive. It's a freaking free-to-play BR. It needs to be everywhere. I was like, oh my gosh, you can't be serious. I brought it up in regards to why the CMA was concerned. Right, the CMA was concerned about their intentions with Call of Duty. I don't think the three-year contract extension betrays their intentions. Like, I don't think you can expect Phil Spencer to say, we're committed and our intention is to leave Call of Duty on PlayStation and then expect them to give PlayStation, what, a 20-year contract? Like, they're not going to give anybody that level of a contract. They probably don't even have a contract running that long with Steam for crying out loud. Like, I don't think so. I am certainly not backtracking on my framing of that. My framing of that was... This doesn't seem like we're getting the same communication here. You're saying publicly in three different places that Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation, but then you're only extending the contract by three years. But I felt like people gave good pushback and framing that day, and they said, Lono, they're just going to want to renegotiate at that point in time. And Eugene, you pointed out, you said around that time, they're probably going to be ramping up for new consoles. And I'm like, that's exactly probably why they want to renegotiate at that point. The messaging is misleading and we called it as such. What messaging is misleading? Going to the public and saying several more years is misleading when your contract negotiations are three years. How does several... What What do you think several more years means? Several sounds like saying a few. If I tell my kids they can grab a couple pieces of candy, that's two. If I tell them they can grab a few, that's three. If I tell them they could grab several... I mean, I guess you could argue that couple, few, several, several seems to indicate more than three. I mean, I guess we could say that. I don't. I don't think that I want to say that. I think that's that. That's that feels like I'm being biased. Like, oh, I want to call them misleading, so I'm going to say that several is is greater than three. You're going to make me watch and clip the vod. I'm admitting that when I opened that show, that's how I framed it. You're telling the public that it's going to stay on, and then you're privately only giving a three-year extension. But as we pressed on the three-year extension, I felt the more logical read of that extension was, we're going to want to renegotiate in 2027, because at that point in time, it'll be our property. Right now, the commitment is like a private commitment, and they don't even own the property yet. Like, I don't know. I don't think I ever said in that stream, Phil Spencer is a liar and Microsoft's lying to the public. I started out by saying it kind of feels like they're not being honest. It kind of feels like we're getting mixed messaging. My thumbnail had a question mark. Did Phil Spencer lie? But I don't think I concluded that talk show by being like, oh yeah, he, he totally he totally lied to the public. I'm fairly confident I did not come to that conclusion. Deal's not going through. Oh, I think the deal's going through. Sorry, I missed the beginning of the video. Good morning. What's good, Dan? How are you? Several is three years minimum. Several's more like four to five. I mean, I, why do they uh, Why do they keep going to the media to make statements instead of making assurances uh, directly to the CMA? Well, part of their assurances to the CMA are these public commitments. 
don't you see like if they go to the public and they say everybody chill the frick out like we're not taking call of duty from that platform then they can go to the cma and be like hey we've we've made we've made public assurances that we're not doing that you don't have to worry about that we're not going to take we're not going to take it from them that's not the point the point of the de- the point of the deal is they want mobile we have 439 people here. Could you smash that like button like you want to break it? Please give me 200 likes on the video. If you've never been here before, welcome to Reforge Gaming. If I was on your homepage or a search feed this morning, hit subscribe and let me know what you think of this deal in the chat. Let me know what you think in the in the chat. You got to be a subscriber to talk. We love hearing from new folks. If I'm never if there's ever a time where I'm not on your homepage, always make sure and check your uh, subscription fee. We ended that convo saying the negotiations in their own were fine, but the statements were misleading. I don't remember saying that I thought several was misleading. I might have concluded by saying it sounds like you're trying to give the public assurances that the con- that, that, that the PlayStation will always get Call of Duty, and you're trying to like privately broker some different kind of a deal. I don't think I flat out said, oh, they're lying to us. It definitely felt like they were framing it in a way to calm everybody down while privately being like, all right, we'll give you three more years. But again, as that conversation went on, I my memory of the conversation, I, I is you got to cut me some slack here. I do lots of shows and we have lots of debates and lots of coverage. My memory of the conversation was I ended it by being like, I think you guys are right. This is about trying to renegotiate at the end of that cycle of consoles so they can make more money. I think it was Detective Seeds who convinced me of that. It was like they're trying to renegotiate. They're not trying to take PlayStation. They're not trying to take Call of Duty from PlayStation. Like Call of Duty coming from PlayStation would make the statements misleading and I don't see any indication that they have plans to do that. Even the 3-year extension with PlayStation doesn't indicate that. Uh I got receipts, was born on that day. I'm not sure what you're talking about. You did, I remember that show. Listen, you can go back and watch that show. I'm confident you're going to struggle to find a conclusive statement from me. You did say they lied. So, again, at what point in the stream is that? That would be the question. Watch the full video. That's nine minutes into the video. I have conceded that. I said at the beginning of the video, I felt like Phil Spencer lied. It was like, you went to the public and you said this and you said that you were not going to take Call of Duty from PlayStation and then you privately offer them three more years. That's exactly what it felt like. That's nine minutes into the broadcast. I conceded that moments ago. I said, yeah, early in the broadcast, that's how I felt. I felt like, come on, Phil, what are you doing? And then as the broadcast proceeded, I did not conclude that. I didn't say at the end of the broadcast or I I think 20 minutes or so into the broadcast, I changed my tune on it. I was like, the more I think about this, the more we analyze this, I don't think he's like lying to the public. I think it's about renegotiation. They want to be in a they want to be in a position of power with their property and going to call of going to PlayStation right now and being like, oh, we'll give you a decade more. That would take a lot of their power away. Once they own Call of Duty, they don't want to be they don't want to be in a, a, a like a contract of that length with Sony.
I remember you rolling back on the term lies. Yeah, I walked it back. I mean, one of the challenges of being a live streamer is I don't have the luxury of editing a video. Like, I don't have the luxury of editing a video. Like, I make the video, and then as I read comments or as I read dialogue, I change my position a little bit. No, I mean, you said they were negotiating. Yeah, like, I feel like I tried to model adjusting my position in light of new information. Like, people say that I can never admit that I'm wrong, or I always think that I'm right. Like, I feel like over the years, I've I've regularly modeled the idea of, like, okay... I, I don't think that any longer or I'm going to modify or change my position on this I feel like I've done that that was one of those days I was fired up at the beginning I was like are you kidding me Phil it was like you just told everybody in two different locations an official blog and in an interview that Call of Duty's never going anywhere and then you're only going to give PlayStation a three year you're going to give it three more years and then we looked at it. We looked at the actual document. We looked at what they were actually doing. They were extending the existing agreement by three more years, which is likely due to wanting to renegotiate around 2027, 2028, which is when they will be getting ready to ramp up new consoles. <clears throat> That's what I was getting at. You change your position based off of the info. Shirt, coffee, join. Thank you, Fonzo, for 19 months of membership and deciding to stay at the Tier (laughs) 2. Appreciate you. That's why I watch Lono when I don't agree sometimes. You use logic all the time, and I respect it. Yeah, if you come at me, if if you come at me with, with... facts logic and a good argument man i'll change my position i've done it many many times i i take what i find to be the most compelling position and i was compelled that day i was like i i think that they're wanting to renegotiate i think this is lining up oh and we looked at cma comments about that eugene the cma was concerned about call of duty affecting the next generation of consoles beyond the ps5 we were thinking that far down the road and we were like well, Microsoft's probably doing the same thing. They're probably thinking that far down the road. Thank you for 11 months, Darth Nihilus. Welcome back in. Guys, if you're currently paying for a membership, we need you to do what Slow Mobius did. Nine-month renewal, but he's at a full membership. Your $5 membership is now a base membership. That is designed now for gifted members. We want them to get sort of a sampling of the content that we do for members, not all of it. That will not start until December. Please, if you're paying for your own membership, upgrade to a full membership or a VIP. It's only $1 to upgrade to full membership. From that point on, you will be on a $6 membership, but it will help me create a dividing line between paying members and gifteds so we can do some incentives for people to actually convert to to, to paying for membership because a lot of people just aren't doing that giving that length of a contract would be stupid says Eugene that's not the point the point is that they've said and what they've done hasn't lined up that's why they have to keep repeating the message but why do you think that their public assurances that it'll stay on PlayStation and them offering PlayStation a three year extension Explain to me why those actions don't line up. Why those things don't line up. Yo, Christopher Wright doing 15 months at a tier 2. Welcome back in, my friend. Distorted hitting 15 months at a VIP membership. And Savage Sharkbite upgrading. Savage Sharkbite upgrading to full membership. Let's see it. Let's see some gifted members. Let's get a little train going. Upgrade to full. Get some gifteds. Let's get some people in the door. If you're currently on a gifted membership, it's $1 to upgrade to a full membership. 
So our tier two gone memberships, or I mean dumb not listening properly. We're asking people to just pick VIP. We're asking people do VIP. If you want to give me more money, if you want to do one of the bigger tier memberships, just do a VIP membership and then gift memberships. It's more effective to get more people exposed to the content, right? Thank you, Savage Shark Bite, for 15 months and 11 months from Smiley. Smiley, make sure you upgrade from base to full membership before December um, if you want to be at that at that full tier. Like, I, I don't think, when I look at this, I don't feel like they're doing something that's, that's mixed messaging. You know I am not going to sit here and start defending Microsoft, but I'm going to give them a fair shake. And the fair shake is, hey, we're not going to take that game from that platform. In fact, we're going to do something that we had no plans on doing. We'll, we're going to give you a three-year extension on the contract. You currently have a contract to this date. We'll give you three more years. And in PlayStation says that's woefully inadequate, which I kind of agree with Jim Ryan. Hey, you should give us a little bit more than that. Why don't you give us a five-year extension? Jim Ryan's playing a negotiation game, which makes sense. What's your take on why they have to keep repeating the message then? They'd be dumb AF to take it. I think they're repeating the message because they need public opinion is going to, I think, public and market confidence in Call of Duty on PlayStation is a part of the CMA's investigation. It's a part of it. They don't own, they don't owe Sony anything. Sony wouldn't give them two years. Oh, sure they would. Any acquisition of this size, 9 milli, would not shrink the property's reach. That would be ridiculous. Even if Sony bought Call of Duty, they wouldn't shrink its reach. 25% of the people who buy COD buy it on Xbox. They wouldn't shrink the market reach of the property they just bought by 25%. Unless they could substantiate the... Oh, well, we'll make a ton of money by doing this. They'd have to substantiate that. That is a business plan to their shareholders. Silent Warrior with 15 months at a tier 2. Another great month. Team Dark Roast. Yeah, let's see if there's any more coffee orders. I haven't checked. Coffee orders have slowed down uh, Slowed down because you guys are all waiting uh, to, to order Frickmas. You still have about two weeks before you're going to be able to order Frickmas. So you might as well re-up on Dark or Light Roast. Terminal Stupidity just upgraded to a VIP membership. Thank you so much for that. Mo says, nah, COD staying on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation and three years is more than enough. They don't deserve marketing for that time. That's the other thing that people might not be considering, Eugene. The three-year extension on that contract is likely the one that they have right now that lets them do all the marketing and let them give their players the beta access early. Their players have more features in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And Microsoft basically said, we'll let you do that for three more years. I mean, listen, I actually... The more I think about it, it's kind of crazy that Microsoft would even do that. Hey, you have a contract with Call of Duty right now, and you get to market it and put the trailers out, and you get to put stuff on your PlayStation, YouTube channel. You got to give your audience the beta early. You got to give your audience the beta before everybody else. You have features in Modern Warfare 2, probably the biggest launch of 2022. Your guys get more features. We're going to give you three more years of that with our property. Like, if we once we own it... Once we own it, we're going to give you three more years of that treatment. That's actually pretty nuts if you think about it. That shows just how strong PlayStation has 
a foothold with Call of Duty that Microsoft would even be willing to do that. I seriously doubt they're extending the marketing and beta access. I thought the way that it read, they were going to give them a three-year extension on their existing contract, which means they get all the stuff that they have now. I thought for sure the read of it was, we'll give you three more years on your existing contract. It wasn't, we'll give you three more years of Call of Duty. There's, there's multiple ways of reading those headlines. What do the actual details say? Feature and content parity are their words. Oh, we're going to give you feature and content parity? Where, where was the... Can we get direct quotes on that? It's been a while since I've actually read the articles on the acquisition deal and what they offered them in that private communique. Because I don't necessarily know if if that's the case if Microsoft said oh we'll give you we'll just give you feature and content parity like what's the actual phrasing Xbox is really not all in on Game Pass taking over it points to more games on other platforms last box Xbox last week Xbox revealed that it had provided a signed agreement to Sony to guarantee Call of Duty on PlayStation with feature and content parity for at least several more years no, 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 no. I want to know what they actually said privately. Middle paragraph is the quote, but that's not the what they sent them, Eugene, because the middle paragraph doesn't say three more years. That's not the details. That's a summary statement. I want the details. What did the actual offer say? Because I feel like I read an article that said they were giving them three more years on their existing contract. It wasn't just, oh, that's that's all you're getting. Microsoft has only offered for it to remain on PlayStation after the current agreement between it ends. Bottom line is Jim words. So he said, we'll give you three more years after the contract ends. Again, I thought it was an offer to extend the existing agreement, not do like a new one at the conclusion of the current agreement. Mm. It's genius of Phil to gave them exclusive and beta access for three more years. That's a ton of money on top. I think the original is reading is that you only have three years, but now they say it's forever. That's what I'm saying. I want to see the actual thing that was sent because my memory of it is well, there was there was a you're going to get three more years of your existing contract. I think they go with every other year releases. They could likely only be on one more be only one more game i don't know about that in other platforms not on playstation read between the lines i don't get why people keep trying to do this you honestly think you honestly think that given phil spencer's recent comments you still think he's playing verbalistic ninjutsu and he's actually telling you in between the lines that call of duty will leave playstation you think that's what he's saying, PL. Am I understanding that you think I should read between the lines and Phil Spencer is playing like grammatical chess and not actually saying what he's saying? You, you genuinely still think that after what he just said. Specifically stating, we will continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to. Read between the lines, bro. What are you talking about? Read between what lines? 
What's there to read between with COD? We'll be on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation. Right. Phil is a ninja from the Hidden Leaf Village. Yo, what's good, Rockin' Hard dude? It's the next three games, MW2 included until 2025. Then it'll be a new contract, but the marketing deal will probably shift to Xbox. That's what I'm thinking, Miguel. Like, I thought I must have misunderstood. It was my understanding that the three-year extension was a three-year extension of their existing agreement. Apparently, I'm wrong. And it was, we'll give you three more years after that agreement ends. And the three more years was, we'll give you feature and content parity. Like, we're not going to give, we're not, if they're going to give them feature and content parity, that means they can't even do Xbox exclusive skins until after that three years is up. This is what I said from the start when everyone was scared. Rockin' Hard Dude, thank you for becoming a base member. Guys, remember, base membership is designed to be basically a trial of the members-only content. You want to do a full membership at $6. I I don't know what else to call it. I didn't want to call it a... I I think we're going to rename it in January to Reforge Trial Member. I didn't want to rename it Trial Membership for all the people currently paying 5 bucks to be like, wait a minute, I'm suddenly on a Trial Membership? I think we're going to rename that membership in January to make it more clear to people, hey... That's a trial membership. That's not a full membership so that people see, oh, it's $6 for a full membership. Starting in December, you will not get access to all of the members-only content if you're on the base membership. Um, I wouldn't give another platform marketing or anything other than the game if they just bought the IP. Oh, if I just bought the IP. Sony have a right to sell COD, in my opinion, but that's it call it limited reforged limited member whether you call it a limited member or a trial member i didn't want to rename the membership to that when people are currently paying for it we'll we'll eventually change the name to make it crystal clear if you want a full membership picks the six dollars i just didn't want to tell like over a thousand people hey i just changed your membership to a trial membership i, I didn't think that that would be very good optics people are like what the heck's going on an additional dollar on top of that will get you an autographed picture of Lono shirtless. That's actually false. That's not true. I, I don't, I'm not sure why Tattoos is in here spreading lies. I don't know who keeps gifting me membership, but I'm pretty uh, boring and ye elo. Well, bl- if you want to upgrade to a full membership and then take care of the membership on your own, it's only a dollar. Rename it Game Pass and the next one's PlayStation Plus. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Yo, thank you so much, Michael, for uh, renewing for two months. Taking COD away from PlayStation would lose Microsoft a lot of money. Makes sense to keep it on PlayStation. That's right. Right. And oh, and as a reminder, guys, when you renew your membership, if you see that you're at a base membership, look into upgrading. Go to your perks. Hit C perks. Upgrade for $1 to a full membership. Here's the deal, Xbox fans. Celebrate the fact that Phil found a way to make money from Sony. They're going to sell games on Sony. All their games. Why do you guys have an issue with it? Makes zero sense. I don't see anybody having an issue with it today. Common, rare, legendary. Yeah, see, I wanted the names to be descriptive so it made perfectly good sense. Like, I wanted somebody to see a reforged full membership and be like, oh, a full membership is $6. Like, what does rare mean outside of the context of, like, you're here and you know what's going on? Is that a Cthulhu shirt? 
Uh, no, it's just like a, a giant squid with a barrel. It's from Into the AM, one of our new partners. You can go to intotheam.com forward slash Lono or use code Lono at intotheam.com. And uh, we are still working with 80s tees. We're not exclusive with one t-shirt provider. Maybe now Spencer changed his mind. There you go, rockin' hard, dude. Thanks for upgrading to full membership. I hope that's clear why we're doing that. We currently don't have a dividing line between gifted memberships and full memberships. And we I'm, I'm just being very transparent with people. Now that it's November the 1st, we, we won't fall much lower. Hope I don't think we really can unless a ton of people cancel. We hit 3,000 members and fell all the way back down to 1,200. So I don't think we gave those new members those new gifted members, I don't think we gave them really an incentive to convert. It was like, well, I got everything for the whole month. Why would I bother converting? And if I watch a whole lot, right? If I watch a whole lot, I'll just get another gifted. So it's like, well, no, we, we would like you to convert and, and pick up your membership on your own. And we're going to start giving motivations for that in December. Um... I think you missed the bait. All their games. I, there's no bait there. That was that was a statement that we read in our previous coverage of the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. We read about that. The Xbox Blizzard deal. They they said in in a recent response to the CMA, they said we're counting on the revenue from the Blizzard Activision properties to continue to be sold on Sony. Eggnarts, thank you so much for upgrading to a full membership. What if he, what if by saying on other platforms he means on Game Pass? That still cuts revenue. Why buy a game when it's on Game Pass? I just don't get what you're trying to get at, PL. When he talks about it being on other platforms, are you talking about when he says the 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 Minecraft reference? If you're talking about that, He's talking about expanding Call of Duty to more than just the platforms it's currently on. That's what they did with Minecraft. I 100% knew it. I just wasn't paying attention when purchasing. Yeah, it always defaults to the to the lowest membership. I wish we could have it just default to full. I don't understand why people would think they would not let Sony have Call of Duty. It's just free money for them. Just being a smart business. That's what we've been trying to say for weeks here. Halo and Gears is about where it would end. Yo, good morning, Diaz. Can I get a too long didn't read? If you're just tuning in, I'll give you a quick too long didn't read. All I ask for in return is the like button to be pressed. I need 30 more people to press that like button. So, Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation according to Phil Spencer in recent comments saying that as long as there is a PlayStation platform to ship to, they will continue to ship Call of Duty to PlayStation continuing to just put to bed any wish or hope that we would see a Call of Duty Xbox exclusive. Why not just take gifted memberships away? Why on earth would we do that? That doesn't make any sense at all. We, it was very helpful to me and my family to get to 3,000 members. Like, the generosity of this community continues to provide for my family. We just need people who get a gifted membership to have a reason to take up the membership on their own. And when you get an entire month and can watch literally everything that we do for members, it's like there's no motivation to convert. And if you keep watching, you'll probably get another gifted the next month. 
we've had people riding gifted for you know three and four months at a time which I'm not upset by that some people can't afford it but there are people that could it's like hey man for a dollar pick up the membership on your own brother you like this free content every day you like this channel that hardly ever runs ads well (laughs) you know help me out man um I'm trying to convert but don't know uh how when I already have gifted you got to go to uh on mobile you click on your profile you go to memberships and purchases and then you go into your channel memberships here and you just upgrade or if you're on mobile I think you go to join and see perks good morning wheezy Phil coming out and saying game pass will not be any more than 20% of the Xbox business is kind of big yeah we were planning on doing that in another show Paul so I'm not really going to engage with that I'll, I'll we'll cannibalize a potential future show Do you not think Xbox will have Activision Blizzard making Xbox exclusive IPs in the future? I'm on the boat that they definitely will. Wait, you think uh, that they will have? Okay, hang on. Let me read this again. So you think Activision Blizzard will make Xbox exclusive IPs? No. I don't think so. I could see them maybe doing smaller titles that are exclusive to Xbox, the big ones are going to be continuing to be multi-platform because they're too big, they're too lucrative, they make too much money. I don't know. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I think Microsoft is converting the Xbox game division into a, into a software model. They just want to sell software. I truly, I truly don't think they give a rip where it's sold. Cody with the three-month milestone. Always love the convos. For those who haven't seen it, watch Lono's Sea of Thieves YouTube short. My Sea of Thieves YouTube short. Golly, geez, that's old at this point. By the way, Cody, you are currently at a base membership. You need to upgrade to a full membership before December. It's only a dollar, and we will uh, we will continue to give great content to members, but that is a necessary change that we had to do. I hope everybody who has a base membership understands why we had to do this. The influx of gifted members is amazing, but we need those people to be motivated to uh, convert why would anyone invest in Final Fantasy 14 on Xbox the player base is too small there's no way to make the money back a new IP they're like the poster child for sequels and milking franchises yeah I don't know if you're going to see a whole lot of Blizzard Activision new IP you have to consider something if you had them building you a new IP that means you'd be taking development bandwidth away from existing franchises which means you'd, you'd have to have a very strong reason to do that you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd have to have a very, very strong and compelling reason to be like, hey, let's take bandwidth away from existing property. Can we get 300 likes on the vid, guys? Roll it over. I swear people like to see it not touch the milestones. Like, it hits 299 and everybody stops clicking it. It literally helps out the vid. Doom with a $5 tip through Super Chat. During the WSJ Tech interview, Phil was asked about Bethesda exclusivity. He brought up Nintendo and said, titles like Elder Scrolls 6 Starfield all Bethesda exclusive. How old is that interview, though? Is that a recent interview? So, Doom, are you saying in a recent interview he doubled down on Bethesda games being exclusive? Or is he changed his position? I'm not sure what you're referring to. You think Xbox being able to turn off crossplay would affect sales if COD ever leaves Sony? I don't think it'll leave, but for argument's sake, other than input method. 
I don't think I think Microsoft I think Xbox being able to turn off crossplay is I I actually think that it's because the player base is too small over there. I think that they want the player funnel to be as fast and as healthy as possible and when you're only 25% of the purchasing power, you need crossplay. That's not a dig. That's not a dig. I I don't, you know what I mean? Oh, he likened Elder Scrolls 6 to Zelda and Mario. And how recent? Oh, it's one week old? That's interesting. That's interesting, because Pete Hines doesn't have that attitude about their property. Pete Hines seems to be more open to the fact that their property will be landing elsewhere, so I'll be interested to see how that plays out. I mean, Daddy Phil is probably the one calling the shots, but... Pete Hines was under the impre- at least gave the impression that a lot of those a lot of those platform a lot of those games would continue uh, to be multi-platform. PC isn't a large base either. Did YouTube upgrade the interface? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They changed the interface. They they've they're they're trying to create funnels for live shows shorts and uploads because up to now they're all kind of in the same funnel so it should really help us find new people if you found my channel today if i was on your homepage, if you enjoy live streams hit subscribe introduce yourself in the chat once you're a subscriber to my channel always make sure to check your subscriber feed it's that button at the bottom of the app that says subscriptions or off on the left on browser always check those locations if you're ever like well is he not live today always check those places sometimes i'm not on your homepage. I'm Xbox. I'm considering buying COD for the first time, uh, but with the price and no option to turn off crossplay with PC, I decided against it. Not sure about anyone else, but I would not play a multiplayer game on console if I can't turn off crossplay. Oh, I mean, the Call of Duty fans on Xbox are irritated. I would be furious if I bought that game on Xbox and was being forced into crossplay. I would be, I'd be ticked off. Like, are you kidding me? Assuming Warzone numbers are translating into Modern Warfare 2, I don't see why they would vary that much. It's conflicting, I agree, but it was clear what he said. I think it's good strategy. Keep Bethesda for Xbox. Keep Activision Multiplat for the money. What did PL say? Xbox is turning, maybe already is, into Game Pass, not selling games. How would they make the service membership grow? First party games, day one model. Something PlayStation disagrees with? Well, yeah, PlayStation disagrees with it, but I got news for you. Game Pass isn't... I don't think Game Pass is the model going forward. I think Game Pass is an arm of their strategy. That's what I think it is. Microsoft is applying the software model to the gaming division. That's what I think they're doing. So they're going to essentially say, we have software and we sell it everywhere. You want to buy our property? It's over there on Sony. It's on PC. Oh, also, we have a subscription service on our on our ecosystem, and you can get access to all this great stuff. I don't. I'm telling you, we have continued to say that Game Pass was not was not a sound model, and I think it's already proving to not to not be a, a, a sustainable model going forward. It'll be an arm of the business. It'll be like a it's like a subscription option. Their main goal is to sell software. And if you want, you can have their subscription thing 
on there. I think it's going to be a lot like like what people said, like with EA, with like what with like what what EA does. They're going to treat their stuff more like they're like a publisher. Yeah, our stuff's everywhere. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you want to do our subscription? Neato. Here's our sub service, and you get access to all this great stuff. I that, that's what I think's going on. You can get it via our sub service, or you can buy in all these other places. Yep. Yeah, I I think. The, the more we looked at Game Pass and the more we looked at the model and the more the more people in the industry weighed in, it was like, this this isn't going to work. Like, this is not going to work. Can you give a quick explanation of what's going on for people to just join? If you just join the stream, Call of Duty will be staying on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation platform to ship to, according to Phil Spencer in recent remarks. Pretty much putting to bed anybody's thoughts of there being a Call of Duty Xbox exclusive. The Modern Warfare 2 release has been so massive I think it's starting to become clear to people why they would not be able to take Call of Duty off of the PlayStation platform I'm having a hard time trying to decide between what platform to buy COD on I want to get it on PC for better frames and overall graphics quality but I wanted to get it on PlayStation I would not buy Modern Warfare 2 on PC PC performance of Modern Warfare 2 is all over the place I had people yesterday saying they had zero problems, and then there's people that returned the game because they literally couldn't get it to work. It has a 55% on Steam right now. Out of over 30,000 reviews, it's getting a 55%. That's not very good. Steam reviews are notorious for not just going on there and bashing something. You can go look at reviews of some games that have come out recently and have fared well. You can you can rely on Steam reviews for for a lot you know for for a pretty accurate depiction of games. It will get patched. That's that, that, that I would never buy a game on that promise. Buy a game for sixty dollars, it'll get patched. No, no, buy a game right now. You might not be able to play. Might crash a lot. Might run like garbage. But we're gonna patch it. What the frick you? Why'd you launch your game then? Overall, Lono, this is great for COD. I never wanted PS players to not have it. The game is too big. I honestly feel like something that we've noticed is the more the dialogue of the Xbox Blizzard deal has, 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 you know, meted out, and the more Phil has spoken into the public, the more all those guys stop showing up. I'm serious. A lot of those guys that went full fandom for Xbox, they just don't show up anymore. Because all the things they said... It's 70 on PC. I didn't know it was 70 on PC. I'm used to it always being 60 on PC. A lot of those guys, man, that were so pro Xbox, they would come in here and they would disrupt every conversation and they'd make everything about Xbox. Well, I don't see them all that often. Now, we banned a few of them because they were so nasty and disruptive. Like, it just didn't work. It was like, you can't show up here anymore. You're being terrible. But overall, that audience, that crowd, they don't come around. Well, what are you going to do? Are you going to come around and say that every single thing that you said was wrong? I mean, I, I, that'd be that'd be honest. That'd be intellectually honest if you would come and do that. But a lot of those guys, man, are dead quiet now. Let's be real. All big games get patches and updates and fixes now. Well, there's a difference between doing patches and updates and fixes. And the people are literally returning the game because they can't play it. It's not like they're playing the game and periodically there's a stutter or a hitch or something that's sort of a bit of a it's 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 a bit of a nuisance, right? I think using the word bug is exactly right. 
sometimes there's a bug in your house and it's just sort of pesky but you can it's okay and then sometimes it can become a bit of a nuisance but then if you try to like eat outside and there's like 20 flies landing on the food that's just nasty i'm just gonna go inside and eat i hate that well once a game hits a certain level and a certain threshold of bugs and problems it's no longer like well this is a little bit of a nuisance this is a little pesky can you guys fix this it's i can't even play i can't even play your game you know i'm not going to buy a 70 dollars game with the hope that it eventually gets fixed lol until there's something in writing the possibility that microsoft pulls it off playstation exists although it's very very small i would say at this point kujo no there is no possibility of them pulling it off of playstation there is no small possibility there just isn't economically speaking they couldn't do it it wouldn't go forward they wouldn't be allowed to their shareholders would put a stop to it they would fire and restructure the entire c-suite like somebody would step in you can't do it's not possible i don't even think there's a slim possibility of it happening any longer only thing you're gonna see is once their extension with sony goes goes stops because they'll come to an agreement with sony at some point of that you know feature what feature and performance parity once that goes away then they will have like exclusive skins and stuff maybe maybe weapons and attachments but yeah i i I don't think there's a possibility of it happening guys we are one hour into the broadcast thank you for a nice strong start to the day a little over 300 likes close to 500 viewers y'all are the best keep smashing the like button keep gifting members if you're an existing member make sure and upgrade to full membership before december it's a dollar more but it's really going to help us have a dividing line between gifted members and full members that's why we only made it a dollar i would have made it a penny if i could uh and then gift members if you want to give people an introduction into our content and what we do here i understand that totally but there hasn't been a single huge game release in a minute without considerable day one issues not having not everything is cyberpunk but needing to be fixed has become the norm um I don't know if that I just don't know if that's true I think it's probably true of the three most recent things but I don't know if there's an actually I think I would say it another way I don't know if there was ever been a game in the last decade that hasn't launched with a with a bug even if it's a minor bug there was a minor bug in Returnal if you wore one of the DLC outfits I mean that's that's not that's not game breaking it's like well don't wear the DLC outfit we got to figure out what's going on here you know what I'm saying? Like, so to me, to me, I don't, I just don't know if there's been a game. Elden Ring's been the best launch I've seen in a while. I, no, that game had all kind of problems. Their day one patch introduced frame stutters. They had frame pacing issues. Their engine has frame pacing issues for crying out loud. They have a big game outside of Nintendo that hasn't needed some pretty big patches. Well, Returnal didn't need very big patches. Ratchet and Clank didn't have any patches that were needed. Um, I don't know if there's ever been a game with zero bugs, but there were not. You didn't need big patches for either one of those games. I wouldn't even consider Horizon Forbidden West the patches that it got. I wouldn't consider those to be big. There was some like pop-in stuff. It was pretty minor. 
it was like, oh, we got some optimization bolts that we need to kind of tighten. So Horizon Forbidden West needed some patches, but I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, it needed some really big patches. That's pretty minor. Bigger games mean more bugs. Yeah, I mean, what we could be talking about is something that's indicative and symptomatic of games which with larger scope, larger reach. They're bigger. They You can do more. There's more going on. Yeah, The Last of Us Remake didn't hasn't needed any major patches. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima didn't need any big patches. Not that I recall. I think the last big Sony title that launched in such a bad state that it got kind of ripped up for it was Days Gone. And I mean, obviously that's all been fixed and the port's immaculate, but outside of Days Gone, I don't know if there's been a PlayStation title that's launched that needed really big patches. That was probably the only one in recent memory. Playtale has 40 FPS. If you have 120 monitor, this is enough to make a huge difference. Playtale runs like trash. I don't care about that mode. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to snap at you, Lisa, but Playtale runs like garbage. It's been broken down by tech analysts. Like, it runs poorly. It barely maintains 30 FPS. I don't care what kind of monitor you have. That game has fundamental problems. It's really disappointing because it's a beautiful game. Beautiful game, great voice acting, great concept. But man, they bake something into that game that makes it run bad. It's got like a jittering 30 FPS on, on, on a PS5. So 40 doesn't mean anything. Perfect is the enemy of good, and having an insistence on perfection often prevents implementation of good improvements. Uh, never more true than with gaming. What too many players seem unwilling to admit is the reality of playing on day one. You are not getting the final version of the game ever. If you want the fully optimized game, you must wait. I think there is a range of allowance that most gamers are cool with, Derek. I think there's like a circumference. There's like a circle where like, listen, listen, if your game lands in this circle, okay, I'm fine with that. If there's a little bug here, if there's some, there's some optimization here, okay, fine. I'm okay with that, right? I think people are okay with that. Once you get outside that circumference and you start doing things like flat out crashing, losing progress, not being able to play the game, a game stuttering so much that you think something's wrong like you see what I'm saying I think once you get outside of that circumference that's when fans start to get irritated they're like bro what is this like the fact that I went into Modern Warfare 2 Spec Ops yesterday there's literally display glitches how's this system work it's literally showing N-A-N not a number it's like what? It doesn't even... The, the, the menus don't even work right. There's buttons that don't do anything. I go and say, press X to open. I press X, nothing happens. Like, that's not like a minor hitch or a bug or a glitch. You've left the circumference of reasonable amount of problems and you've stepped into, this game wasn't ready. Also, that circle of acceptable is different depending on the gamers. Bethesda fans have a huge circle of acceptance. COD fans, on the other hand, well, here's the thing. I think the circle for Bethesda fans isn't as big as it used to be. I think the circle for Bethesda fans was really big when you were playing games like Skyrim and Fallout 4 because there weren't very many games back then, right? Changing membership is horrible on YouTube. 
Yeah, I think that's going to be our biggest barrier, Hervé. Like, it's not easy to change your membership. It just isn't. Like, when you go to celebrate your membership, they, there should be the option to, like, you know, upgrade, see your perks, consider it, you know, consider a different tier. It's so frustrating. We need a command that'll take people right to the page to let them do it. Like, you know, exclamation point upgrade. And like, hey, on a PC, click on this link, click see perks and upgrade. We need a, We need a command for that. Yo, thank you so much, Smiley, for upgrading to VIP. I appreciate that. I think it's just the join command, isn't it? Don't you just click on join and then see perks on a on a. Uh... How do you get the? What's the? Hang on. I think it's just I think it's just join command in our chat, and then you click on that link, and it takes you to a page. I think you go to that page and you just click see perks. Isn't that what you do? See perks and info. Right? And don't you can't you just scroll down on the members page? Yeah, I think you just do it here. Let's just try this. Go to channel, scroll to community tab, upgrade. Wait, community tab? I think it's the membership tab now. Uh, adcom upgrade. Upgrade your membership to full membership here. Let's try that and see if that doesn't help people. That's the membership page, and that should let you do it. So, exclamation point upgrade. We need everybody at a full membership or a VIP membership. We don't want anybody at base membership unless they're a gifted member. <clears throat> Just close the chat window and hit C perks beside the channel name. Oh, it moved? Yeah, there's 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 whole new... There's, it's all different now, Barrier. When you come to my channel now, the tabs at the top are completely different. Uh, and to the extent that some of this is another symptom of today's crybaby gamer climate, I'm content to say, grow up my dudes and hope that some people will chill the heck out. Well, I'm not going to chill out on the issues with games like Call of Duty. I'm getting the bat out. I'm getting the bat out. The, the, the state that Call of Duty launched in, no. No, I don't accept your excuses. I do not accept your excuses. No. Now, if somebody's going to lose their dadgum mind because of pop-in in Horizon Forbidden West, well then, yeah, you can tell that person to chill out. But don't tell you can't tell somebody like me to chill out when I'm getting the bat. It's like, what is this, bro? Link is good. You go to membership and you click change level. There you go. Yo, Big Mad Mo, thanks for upgrading to full membership. There you go. Yeah, so that link takes you right to a page and you just click change level. There it is. I could probably even say change level of your membership here. Um, we'll go edit com. Edicom upgrade. Uh, click change level. Click change level and switch to full uh, or VIP 
here. Dadgummit. What the heck just happened? Here. I copied and pasted the wrong thing. I just need the membership link. Edit.com. Yo, thank you, Doom, for upgrading to full membership. There we go. Edit.com. Click change level and switch to full or VIP here. That's how you guys can upgrade. There we go. Hilly said, the flickering literally caused my right eye to hurt. Looked all weekend like I was baked. Were you in fact baked, Hilly? (laughs) If you guys are just tuning in, we're discussing Call of Duty staying on PlayStation. Recent comments from Phil Spencer saying that this will be shipped to PlayStation as long as PlayStation exists. And we are discussing what exactly the state of Call of Duty is in right now, what it'll be in the future, why might Call of Duty be renegotiated on the PlayStation platform three-year extension that they were given. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that criticizing this launch is a bad idea or crying, not my point at all. Right. I think it's hard to distinguish these days, Derek, between somebody who's being an entitled Karen crybaby and someone who's like, this is unacceptable. Thank you, Doom, for upgrading to full. I think I said thank you for doing that. Can't upgrade to full because Apple Store doesn't recognize it? What the heck? Just do it on a browser later, Blood King. Is there a mobile option? I'm on the only one that can't. If you're on mobile, all right, you click your profile image up in the corner, purchases and memberships, channel memberships, and then you and then you can adjust your you you click on mine and adjust it. So you click on your profile up in the corner and you go to purchases and memberships. Right? Adcom mobile upgrade. So we're going to have a command for mobile upgrade right click your profile image in the upper right corner then you click purchases and memberships then purchases and memberships okay there we go now we have a command to get people there on mobile exclamation point mobile upgrade you click your profile image in the upper right corner, then purchases and memberships. Everything else should be self-explanatory at that point. I shouldn't need to say any more than that. That should get you there. Thank you, Daniel, Daniel Graves, for doing a brand new membership and for doing a full membership. We greatly appreciate that. The game has a number of presentation issues on all platforms and multiplayer. Lots of server errors where you can't play at all. Freezes and crashes. Yeah even easier on mobile now from the live stream wait what do you oh you just minimize chat and click see perks yeah just minimize chat and click see perks yeah Eugene just showed it to me close chat see perks change level yeah uh we need to change that command then we need to change that command. That's way easier. Edit com mobile upgrade. On mobile, close chat, click C perks, then change level to upgrade to full or VIP. There we go. Mobile upgrade. On mobile, close chat, click C perks, then change level to upgrade to full or VIP. We need everybody at full or VIP. I, we, we can't have anybody at base membership. 
Yeah, the UI has changed. Some people are having trouble because of how their membership is processed through Google Pay. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it. You still think that Modern Warfare 2 is Game of the Year candidate? Notions, that's an excellent question because I think the campaign is a Game of the Year contender. I think Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer is a dadgum mess. It's a stinking disaster. It's a disaster. Like, it's like, it's, uh, it's, I feel like I'm playing two different games. Because I'm playing through, I'm playing through the Modern Warfare 2 campaign in the evenings. I'm playing through it in the evenings to record raw gameplay. And I did run into something frustrating last night. The recon mission where you, uh, where you are doing like the, the sneaking and the sniping. I, I got totally glitched out and it was really frustrating. Like the guys wouldn't leave. I laid on the ground for like five minutes and the guy just stood in front of me. He wouldn't leave. And I was like really irritated. I had to run past them and I just had to fight them. It, it would never trigger them getting in their cars and moving on. I was like, what the frick? So I had like kind of like a soft lock and it was irritating because it made the mission take way longer and I'm like recording raw footage. So Creature's going to have to like remove a bunch of sloppy deaths that like weren't my fault. It's like, what the, what's the game doing? So there is some sloppiness with checkpoints in the campaign, but that's the first time I've experienced one of them. And when I go from the campaign experience to the Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer experience, it's night and day as far as like, what the heck did y'all do to this game? That was also happening to me and the guys in the building kept respawning. Yeah, there's some weird behavior on some of the missions, especially the bigger missions. Like that mission took a long time. It took me an hour. I uploaded an hour-long video. We're giving developers a license to release games unfinished. Let's stop buying games that have all kinds of issues at launch. You see, yeah, we're not talking about anything about that game. We don't talk about game leaks that will spoil things. Uh, SOHK47. Or SOHK47. SOHK7. Campaign isn't going to be enough to get the Game of the Year convo, especially with Elden Ring, Horizon Forbidden West, and God of War Ragnarok. I mean, Abe, I might concede that point. I might say, you know what? You guys screwed your chance at Game of the Year. Your multiplayer is in bad shape. And I I can't see it. I can't see it getting Game of the Year nods now. I'm serious. I think I think multiplayer kicked it off the platform. They were up there on the podium ready and waiting to get a game of the year nomination i think multiplayer kicked it right off the stage it's like (laughs) yeah you're gonna be abysmal you're gonna get rated abysmally you know here's the nonsense i get on android currently tier two downgrading levels is currently not supported on android purchases to downgrade this level you can cancel your current membership and rejoin at the level oh that's so stupid it literally won't let you do it this is my issue. It's in Dutch. I don't think the order is different. Changed level. Yeah, it should just let you do it. I don't know why that's an issue for you. The story is not there for this to be considered game of the year. I actually thought so. Thank you for doing a full membership, Chris. Welcome back. Pardon my ignorance, but Nintendo sells mature Call of Duty type games. I hardly believe COD's getting there. Minecraft just fine wait I'm, I'm, I'm confused 
Nintendo sells mature Call of Duty type games. I hardly believe Call of Duty getting there. They do. They do sell mature games. Did you know that you can play The Witcher 3 on the Nintendo Switch? The Witcher 3 literally has nudity in it, and you can engage in relations with with characters. You can romance characters. You ain't doing that in Call of Duty. You're shooting people and swearing. That's about it. You know, it's a bloody game with shooting, death, and swearing. Like, Witcher 3 is on the Switch. Sign me up for the Nintendo. I haven't really been listening much about COD, says Vig. Can you give a brief breakdown of what went wrong with the launch of COD? I mean, multiplayer is just a disaster. It's glitchy, it's buggy, things don't work right, things aren't explained, they had to turn certain things off because of bugs and glitches, there are certain attachments that don't work right, Spec Ops isn't working right, it's bugged, you can't get stars beyond the first nine uh, of the week, and you're supposed to be able to get them. There's menu items that don't work properly, you go to click on things and just nothing opens. The UI is horrible, and clunky, and poorly designed. Sounds like COD to me. I don't agree with that take. I don't know why people keep going with that take. Like, <laughs> Call of Duty typically would launch, and like the launch weekend would be a little bit laggy, you know? Like, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Oh, yeah, and don't forget about skill-based matchmaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got so many shorts ready to go for skill-based matchmaking from, from yesterday's stream. Like, I'm not I'm not done. I'm not done. I've got some good ones. These are these people that want to tell me to get good. You want to tell me to get good? Yeah. <laughs> I was I was on fire yesterday about that topic. I dropped some big ones. There's one more I've got to go get. There's one more mic drop on skill base at the end of that stream yesterday that I did. Call of Duty has a history of less than ideal launch. It's just far worse than usual. To be fair, best launch I've had seen in Call of Duty. Can't play with more than one friend. Yeah, I'm telling you, I never had that issue in COD previously. Like, oh, you can't play with your buddies. You know? Can't play with your buddies. It'll just freeze. MW2019 launched with more wrong with it than just lag. I wasn't paying attention back then, so I don't know if that's true or not the main subject today we, we got to get back on topic we, we, we can't repeat yesterday we already did a modern warfare 2 review you guys are taking me back down that road that, that's not what today is about All right. I want to know do you guys think the commentary from Phil Spencer about Call of Duty will be on Playstation as long as there's a Playstation platform now there were recent interviews cited this morning by was it Doom that cited them I believe it was Doom that cited recent interviews where Phil Spencer referred to things like Elder Scrolls as being similar to Zelda and Nintendo aiming at being exclusive. I have previously said I could see games like Starfield ending up on PlayStation a year after release. Do you think the commentary and the strong verbiage about Call of Duty and always being on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation platform do you see this adds any credence to my thought that Starfield might end up on PlayStation? What about other exclusives? 
is there a potential shift in Microsoft's strategy now that they've sort of gotten underneath the hood of like, wait a minute, the money is actually better on a lot of these titles if we sell them everywhere. No, they are just words. Year-on-year landscape of gaming changes just like business and business models. So you don't think what Phil Spencer is saying about Call of Duty and PlayStation, we can take it in as, as concrete? You just think they're just words? Somebody said Tunic is a Game of the Year contender. Tunic is an indie Game of the Year contender, but not Game of the Year contender. I agree about Bethesda games going to other platforms. Nope, they're just words. So then, what you're basically what you're basically arguing for is total agnosticism. We can't know anything then. We can't know anything. If a company comes out and says our commitment is to give you guys this subscription the foreseeable future you're like yeah those are just words it'll probably change in the future why engage in these discussions at all if they're just words yes words he just lied about a price increase and it was a lie what what did he how did he lie about a price increase you mean us the consumer what i'm saying is is that you're advocating for total agnosticism why even engage in dialogues dialogue about anything gaming news related if they're just words and it ultimately means nothing your position is ridiculous they're just words there's no way we can count on what phil spencer is saying because business changes every year you've undercut the very fabric of what we do here every day why would we bother discussing gaming news ever they're just words nothing can be relied upon like, taken to its logical end, you're advocating for total, total agnosticism. It's like, we, we can't know anything. Agnosis. The, the, the antithesis to knowledge. Gnosis, knowledge. Agnosis. Agnosticism. The idea that we can't truly know anything. That's what you're advocating for. When we can't truly know any of these things, it's not gaming nihilism. That would mean there's no meaning. Agnosticism would mean we can't truly know anything. It's the absence of knowledge. So you're saying we can't really know anything. Yeah, these are just words. Just words? Just words? We the consumer will be the last to know? But what do you mean we'll be the last to know? The last to know what? They're making... They're making assurances... Like, they're making assurances that this game will continue to be on PlayStation. And you're like, yeah, we don't really know that. You can speculate based on the words offered. But... Okay, I feel like I go to a different place when I speculate. I don't feel like what we're doing with Phil Spencer's words is speculation. Who is speculating when someone says the following? We're not taking Call of Duty from PlayStation. That's not our intent. Our intent is to not do that. As long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to, our intent is that we continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation, similar to what we've done on Minecraft since we've owned that. I don't understand how you can look at that and claim that what we're doing is speculation it's informed prediction there's a giant difference between informed prediction and speculation speculation is done in the absence of information you don't speculate with this amount of concrete info that's called a prediction if if my friend tells me i am committed to be there at game night every Friday night and my prediction is hey my buddy's gonna be there every Friday night you can't come in like you're just speculating that might not happen what 
like speculation is done in the absence of information if we had no information like back when this acquisition was announced and they had said nothing about it and we speculated that call of duty would remain on playstation in light of the economic realities that was still pretty informed that was still a pretty informed prediction it wasn't speculation i mean you could argue technically it was speculation but when they start coming out and saying no we have no intention of doing that you can't really classify it as speculation i'm not trying to be pedantic you're seemingly undercut what i do with my show on a regular basis and making it seem like this is worthless like this is just a fruitless endeavor what we're doing here today I can't upgrade my subscription. Google pay locked my location for a year. What the F? Why? Our intent are the key words. That's what makes it foggy. So when they say this is our intent, you say that makes it foggy. I'm assuming that your follow-up would be something along the likes of our intention is to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation platform. Dot, dot, dot. But our intentions can change. That's what you're claiming. You're claiming that, that what they could have used stronger language. They could have said our commitment. But then you could say, well, commitments change. Our plan. Well, plans change. What, what language would he have to use to cement this for you and have it not be foggy? What phrasing would he use? The recent debate has surrounded the offer of a three-year extension, hasn't it? That was one aspect of it. That's not really a thread today. The thread today is they're continuing to make strong assurances that Call of Duty won't go anywhere. Guarantee? I think you. I don't think you can use the word guarantee as a CEO publicly. I don't think you can do that. That creates verb. That creates probably. Pro, that probably creates legal problems. Like, verbally, I don't think CEOs can walk out and say, we guarantee. I think that word is probably avoided like a disease by CEOs. It probably creates legal ramifications. Commitments, our intentions, our plan. They, they use words that they can budge if necessary, but that doesn't mean that when you read these words, they're foggy. To say our intent is to cover themselves from events which may be out of their control. Right, like there are unforeseen circumstances. PlayStation shuts down or something weird. Phil literally said he can't commit to keep caught on forever on PlayStation. He explains why in that same interview. Somebody get this interview. He says he can't commit to keep it there for forever. He says that. Because I, I read the article this morning. I didn't see that. Mine was obviously grabbing choice quotes. I didn't watch the entire interview. The words coming drop a publicly traded company mean something. The words coming from a publicly traded company mean something. My intent is to lose weight, but hey, it doesn't always happen. Right, but that's not what this is. You can't guarantee or anything like that. Right, you can't say we guarantee. People called me a Sony fanboy when I said that Microsoft is going to be a software publisher similar to EA and Game Pass. Uh, It'll be their EA Play. Microsoft is moving away from the box, and some of you won't see it. I was compelled the day that we talked about it. Corey, you and Creature walked that out. You're like, they want to be a publisher. 
And for me, the runway lights went off when I looked at how they handle software, and I was like, it's not even that they want to necessarily be a publisher like EA. They want to treat gaming software the way they treat software in general. You start making guarantees and it all falls through, you just misled shareholders in the market. Investors will rely on material representations. You can't make those kinds of statements. I mean, Phil's exact words are, they will do it as long as it makes sense. No. His exact words were, we will do it as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to. That's his recent language is stronger than as long as it makes sense. As long as there's a PlayStation out there to ship to, our intent is that we continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation, similar to what we've done to Minecraft. That's much stronger language than we'll do it as long as it makes sense. He's, I'm telling you, that's why we cover this. It's like, that's stronger language. He's not saying, yeah, as long as it makes sense. Yeah, as long as it makes us money. He's like, as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to, we're shipping Call of Duty there, because that's what we've done with Minecraft. We want it everywhere. That's a broken up. That's a broken up quote. I'm not re- no. That's not a direct quote. That's that's a broken up quote. You you have he said Microsoft plans to offer Call of Duty end of quote on PlayStation it, as long as it, that makes sense. That that's that's a broken up quote. I, I that's not the full quote. I want the full quote. That's spliced up. The full quote that I just read is a complete sentence, which is much stronger than as long as it makes sense. In the context of him saying, as long as there's PlayStations in existence, he's like, yeah, as long as it makes sense. Like, he's not saying, oh, we're only going to do this as long as it makes money. He's like, the the PlayStation's out there. What do you mean? Why would we not sell stuff on PlayStation? YouTube Lurker with a $10 Super Chat tip. People claiming intent is not a promise is embarrassing. If you said guarantee, PlayStation can say, we're putting it on plus for free and not paying you. Phil can only control one side. This is a promise. Uh, I think the big issue is what happened with the Bethesda's existing IPs. What what happened with the existing IPs? What are you talking about? Mr. Frugal coming in 11 months, so it's 6 bucks Game Pass or PS Plus. I'll only convert if it's Reforged Game Pass. It's a full membership, Frugal. I know I tell you guys never go full. This is the one time I'm going to tell you to go full. You can use the upgrade command or the mobile upgrade command in chat if you want to see how to upgrade. It's really easy. We need everybody we need everybody to be at full membership or VIP. We don't want anybody at a base membership unless you're a gifted. And even then we want you to convert. Why should Microsoft have a Call of Duty on every platform? Minecraft Minecraft is much bigger success to have it multi-plat. So Call of Duty should be best successful multi-plat. That, that's literally what we were saying, yes. They're said to be going exclusively to Xbox with future titles. Well, yeah, and you know what's funny? Sony didn't say a word about that, Butters, because I don't think those titles are at the threshold that it's concerning. It's concerning to consumers, sure. Consumers have a right to be concerned that, hey man, I love Elder Scrolls. What you mean Elder Scrolls is only going to be on Xbox, right? They have a right to be concerned, irritated, or whatever, but Sony isn't concerned. They don't have they, they, Elder Scrolls and Fallout are not endemic to their platform, you know, revenue streams the way that Call of Duty is. But so yeah, I could see consumers being upset, but Sony's not worried about that. 
That's speculation, but when you look at all the information at hand, the writing is on the wall. Microsoft doesn't make money on the console. Game Pass can be put on anything, and Microsoft has been buying publishers left and right and looking to leverage their software everywhere it can be sold. Yo, what's good, Robert? Microsoft is putting heavy emphasis on software in every other sector they're involved in. They're doing the same with Xbox and Game Pass. It's just the first step. Thank you so much, Michael, for upgrading to a full membership. Guys, upgrading to full membership is a dollar, and all you gotta do is, if you're on mobile, close the chat and click see perks. If you're on desktop, you gotta go to the membership tab, which you can type exclamation point upgrade in the chat. It'll give you a link to go there. We need everybody at full membership or VIP before December. We also need all members to set aside this Saturday night. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. This Saturday night is the Star Wars Watch Party. We're doing it on Saturday because we think more people will be able to attend. So make sure all members can attend, even a gifted member. Now, starting in December, we're going to limit what gifted members can see because we really want to motivate people to convert and become a member on their own. Nobody did in the last 30 days, and we feel that some of that's on us. Thank you, Smashville, for keeping a tier two at 19 months. Do people not realize how much money Xbox would lose if COD went Microsoft exclusive? PlayStation players make up almost half the COD community. Eugene put the numbers up earlier. Thank you, Smashville. It won't let you upgrade on the iPhone. Well, you have to do it on a browser, I guess. I don't know why they make it so hard to upgrade. I mean, I can't watch. I can't watch the, the the video right now. I don't like. Well, hang on. Is do you, you have it at the timestamp? Again, you have to take this timestamp in light of what he's also said about it's always going to be there. Like, well, our intent is to put it there as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to. So if he says as long as it makes sense, again, I I don't feel like we're giving ground here to like, oh, he's going to back out or they're going to not do it. Of course, he's going to say as long as it makes sense. If PlayStation completely implodes and their market saturation tanks 10 years from now, sure, it wouldn't make sense to keep shoving your content over there. You know, barring crazy situations, it'll always make sense to ship on that platform. East Coast Overlord with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Microsoft's new CEO changed their policy toward other platforms. You used to not be able to make Linux servers with Azure, but now you can. I foresee Game Pass even on the Steam Deck. He's saying that because tomorrow Sony could say they will be taking 60% store fees. Yeah. They could do something that completely guts their profit margins, which Sony wouldn't do that. But yeah. Highest tier now is VIP at 999 chat, says Distorted. Join me. Come be an important member like me. Get the maximum number of perks and priority on community gaming with your favorite streamer. Yeah, we did make VIP shorter. We made VIP more affordable. I'm sorry. There, I'm just showing that was his exact quote. But you have to take that quote in light of the other quotes, Wheezy. If I tell you, guys, could we get 10 more likes on the video? If I say to you, my intention is to continue streaming on YouTube as long as there's a YouTube platform to stream on. And then I also say in the same rant, in the same video, I'm like, of course, I'm always going to stream on YouTube as long as it makes sense. Those two statements are not at odds. They're complementing each other. It's like, well, yes, of course, if YouTube imploded the live environment and and became 
a short form platform only well then I would maybe consider streaming somewhere else right if they completely detonated their entire structure and I wasn't making any money I would walk away right so if 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 he says yeah we're going to continue to ship Call of Duty on PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to and then in the same interview he's like we're going to continue doing it as long as it makes sense I, I don't think I think those I think those statements complement each other it's like for sure if PlayStation goes nuts and detonates their supply lines and decides to get into NFTs and consumer confidence goes in the toilet and they have record consumer loss and then they make up, you know, 10% of the Call of Duty purchasing community and that's, you know, 15 years down the line. They could be like, listen, we said we were going to ship to this platform as long as it made sense. It doesn't make sense now. You guys have destroyed your market. You've destroyed your market share. We're getting the frick out of here. We're not going to bother shipping to your platform. Now, everything I just said is extremely unlikely. Like, eh, that isn't going to happen. But, I, you, you know, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. Add a payment method. Oh, you're just trying to... Are you trying to add a payment method, Kratos? We do a Hogwarts Legacy chat stream anytime soon. They're revealing new spells and info on the game. I like to do discussion-oriented streams, and so it depends on how much info comes out. We've covered Hogwarts quite a bit, and I'm very excited about that that title. But I, do, I don't like doing a, a stream that's just purely informational, you know? Um, they're doing something with memberships. They're doing something with memberships. I've always had to manually renew every so often, but I've never been kicked off for trying to upgrade. Oh, Creature tried to upgrade and it gave him grief. Yeah, they must be doing something with memberships. I've got Discord, Game Pass, Shadow PC, and many other peripherals on my Steam Deck. I stream my Shadow PC on my Steam Deck that has the equivalent of a 3070 and 60 gigs of RAM. Just speculate on the game. LOL, no, just trying to save people money. It's 100% legal. They pay the providers... Are you looking forward? Are you looking forward to Star Trek uh, Resurgence? I'm not, I don't. I've not seen that. Won't let my VIP go through till next week. That's fine. That's fine. That's why we're not making any changes until December. We're not making any changes until December. removed all my payment methods and it won't let me add one back that's great it's like me streaming member streams to people for a dollar because I paid for it myself oh I don't know what you guys are talking about in there according to VGC PlayStation Plus has lost nearly 2 million subscribers since revamp the subscriber funnels aren't doing well yeah game game pass isn't doing well either the subscriber funnels aren't are not seeing what they maybe what they were hoping i don't know there's also the potential reality that everyone's stopping because they tried it out and don't like it i don't know i don't know people could have tried it decide they don't like it i'll be honest with you one of the biggest problems with 
PlayStation Plus, I have a very hard time understanding what I what I get. PlayStation's UI is terrible. I go all the way to the left and like I try to get a firm grasp on what I'm getting and I have a really hard time sometimes understanding like what exactly am I getting? Where are the new games? It's bad. The way they position PlayStation Plus on my PlayStation is terrible. It's it's trash. And so it's like, where where's my stuff? Where's the stuff I paid for? Where is it? It's not clear. Game Pass is crystal freaking clear. I go click on the Game Pass square and everything's there. All of the games, all the latest games, all the recommended games, everything. PlayStation Plus is so confusing. I'm like, where's... The... And so I'll click on something and I'm like, well, this isn't everything. And then I'll go into another menu and I'm like, this isn't everything either. It's all like truncated and separated it's awful I'm at premium I'm at premium and the only reason I know I'm getting my money's worth is because of tree of, of, of trials that I've used a handful of times if I was actually just a consumer and you wanted me to go into the menus to show you everything I get and what I'm getting and how much money I'm spending I wouldn't be able to tell you I was like I don't know it's a dadgum mess in here Lost like 2 million subs. Revenue jumped 20-something percent. Oh, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, again, I don't know. I've not looked at any of the reports, so I don't know. The, the, the subscriptions are not doing well for either platform. I don't, I, I think a lot of people's confidence in Game Pass is going to be shaken as, as more numbers come out. I don't think it's as good as everybody thought it was. I think I think their growth's going to slow down. I think people are going to start bailing from it. I don't think it's generating the revenue that they they wanted to see from it. It's like their second year of falling well below what they wanted to see from it. It just isn't doing what they want. I need to go looking for uh, I need to go looking, but I also heard the drops are PS4 people. Subscription services are messing up the industry. I wouldn't care if they went away. And they are doing well, just not what they expected. They're falling well below the goals. Yeah, in Game Pass is going to see a price increase. Phil Spencer basically said that that's coming. I mean, he literally said that in an interview. So. I think people thought Game Pass was going to be a cheaper way to get access to all the AAA games. Not mostly indie games with some AAA games sprinkled in. Well, I mean, Phil admitted they haven't had a big a big launch recently enough. He admitted that. I mean, how could you not admit that? PS Plus is a dedicated page in the PSUI. What's confusing about it? Have you used it? It's trash. It's it's literally redundant trash. It's not clear at all. I, I'm telling you, I've gone over there numerous times looking for stuff with creature. I end up just searching the store. I'm like, I can't, I can't find it. And there, and whatever backbone they use for search on the PlayStation Store is terrible. I've spelled the name of a game, and until I put the last letter in, the game doesn't pop up. Like if the name of your game was Red Card Bank, and I typed red. And then I typed card, and then I typed B A N. It's like, 
we don't know what you're looking for, bro. And then I put in the K. It's like, oh, we found it. You were looking for Red Card Bank. It's terrible. Like, I'm literally searching for a game. I type in the entire game name. It, it doesn't find it sometimes until I put in the last letter. Like, what year is it? There are search functions in, like, indie, indie-made applications that are better than that. What in the world's going on? I literally feel like I'm holding the hand of an old person and trying to help them do something. Here you go. Let me help you do this. Oh, thank you, young man. I didn't know what you were looking for until you put the last letter in there. Like, gee, many Christmas PlayStation. UI is terrible. And it's so... There's so many redundant steps in the UI. I don't know what usability tests they've put their UI through, but you go to the store. You've got to go down into it and then you got to go back up and then over if you want to search. What the frick? It, huh? It, it's, they, they make some of the weirdest choices. Like, who designed this? Same guy that designed Call of Duty's UI, I guess. It's terrible. Yeah, but X, I'm telling you, Microsoft crushes Sony when it comes to their interface, their search, their store. You know what's beautiful about their store? Oh my gosh, it's so user-friendly. So whenever I'm looking for a wife, uh, a game to play with my wife, whenever I'm looking for a wife, don't that's not what you use Game Pass for. Whenever I'm looking for a game to play with my wife, I go through the whole list of games, and you want to know what I do? I open a game, it gives me a brief sample with a trailer, and then if I want to see the stats about the game, I say, go to game in store, and it shows me everything, Right? And then guess what happens? When I'm done, and I'm like, oh, this game doesn't have local co-op. Hold on to your hats. I hit the B button, and it takes me right back to where I was. It's us right there. Now, contrast that to PlayStation. I have to go into the game. I have to scroll down. I have to look at the menu system. And a lot of the times when I back out of that, it completely resets me. It's like, I don't know where I was. I don't know what I was looking at. Now, sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes it does. You can press triangle, and it will shortcut you to search. Little tip. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's bad. It's real It's real bad. Anytime I've engaged with the Xbox Store or Game Pass or any of that, it's so straightforward, it's so easy to use. And PlayStations, I'm always like, go to the, go to the thing! Like, it's like, I just am trying to do the most basic thing. I end up using the mobile app for the store more often than not. Yeah. The games that Sony make, they're great. They're great. Their operating system is just awful. And it constantly, like right now, every game I play, it pulls a syncing error between my console and the cloud. And I'm like, I, what? what's the point of having cloud sync synchronization on my save if you're going to pull an error every dadgum time? Like, I, it doesn't matter what I play. It just pulls an error every time. I go to boot up my PlayStation, and the first alert I see is, we had trouble syncing your game with the cloud. Sounds like a you problem. Fix it. <laughs> and then so I load up the game, and it'd be like, it'll be okay, Sony. Just use my just use my console save. It'll be okay. What the frick? What's the matter? <laughs> what are y'all doing? 
I have my profile on both PS5s. What, is that like a known issue if you have more than one PlayStation? I feel like I'm constantly holding the platform's hand. It's like my favorite console, but I constantly feel like I'm having to help the PlayStation along. It's like, it's really bizarre. If I'm giving you money for a premium subscription, I should go to that menu and feel like a king. It's like here's everything you get. Here's your here's your latest games. Here's your latest game trials. Just cling cling cling. Just like bars of value. And instead, I gotta go freaking searching for stuff. I'm like, okay, hang on. You've got game catalog, game trials. Another another button that says game catalog. What's the difference between the two? I, your guess is as good as mine. And then another and then another thing to click on. So it's like I had to go on this search. Find is your cloud save full? The huh? No, what? It doesn't say that. The cloud saves are duplicates. You have to delete the cloud save and then re-upload for every game. It's doing it to every game I play, Corey. What are you What are you talking about? It's it, it's it's doing it for every game that I play. It's not. It's, it's it's every time I boot up the PlayStation, my most recent game, it tells me that it didn't it didn't sync with the cloud. Hey Reforge, I'm here looking at after looking at all the Gotham Knights comments. Why would you why would you subject yourself to that? Why would you go read what those people have to say? If you if listen, I hate the words copium and I hate cope, but. It's like, it's like the absolute most amount that you can see. If you just go, go look at what everybody is saying on my Gotham Knight shorts. It's remarkable. Delete your PS5 account and just become the full Xbox shell that you know you want to be. There you go. Doesn't have one set to primary. Yes, I do. I do have one set to primary. I, I've already been through this. I walked through this. It's how I was able to play my games on a separate one on my wife's account so that she could play Returnal on one account and I could play Returnal on my account. I've, I've literally done this. Because you added a second PS5. Yeah, I added the second PS5. I set one to primary. And I can literally go weeks without booting the second one up and it still pulls this error. I think you love copium. You are sad you can't think of anything meaner. (laughs) How do you fix it? Like, I always have to fix it whenever my PS5 saves couldn't sync the data. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, it happens all the time. Right, but if you remove your cloud files, they'll be okay moving forward. That doesn't make any sense. I literally tell it, I tell it, oh, use my console save. It uses the console save, and then it overrides the cloud save. What you're describing isn't going to fix it, because I'm doing that every time I say, yeah, use the, use the, the console save. And then it uploads it to the cloud, and then I'm good to go. Google it and follow the steps I used to have it and I fix it all. Oh, there's steps to fix it. They need new versions. Got stuck one day and now they are off. 
but when I select the console version, isn't that's what I'm doing. I'm selecting the latest version that I've saved. I can see the timestamps. I'm like, that's the one. That should then override what's on the cloud, and I should be good going forward. That's literally what it has me do when I boot the game up. It has me pick which one. The reason I subject myself to that stuff is because seeing people ask, do you even lift is so funny. Sorry, I haven't caught streams in a while. Oh, you're good. You're just telling it what to use in that moment. So I'm not saying use this and then sync. I'm just saying use this. Sorry about your troubles. It doesn't make any sense because the cloud date continues to update. It's not like the cloud date is weeks ago. The, cl- the cloud date is is within usually a day or sometimes hours apart. It'll be like it'll be like 10:29 1 p.m. 10:29 2 p.m. They're like an hour apart. It's not like I'm looking at a cloud save from one week ago and then my my hard drive save from yesterday and I'm like I don't get it it's literally they're sometimes like an hour apart and it's like which one do you want to use as far as I'm thinking oh I'm picking that one and then it should sync from here on out I think it happens when you add the second PS5 you log on both for the same game go to your main PS5 and just upload the most recent one how is that not what I'm selecting when I click that I don't that doesn't make any sense to me You're working on a holiday. Lisa got you with me. Thanks for helping me get through another day uh, to make a day go faster. No worries, Drexen. Hey, somebody ordered some coffee, a bag of dark roast to MX Agony. Thank you so much. When you guys order Reforge Roast, here at Reforge Gaming, we have our own coffee, Reforge Roast. And that coffee is ours. It's not a sponsor. So when you order that, you're supporting a small business. If you're just tuning in, the latest news, the latest Call of Duty news is that it will stay on PlayStation. According to a Phil Spencer interview, there will not be a Call of Duty Xbox exclusive. Think people have given a solution? That's what I mean. So deleting the cloud save and re-uploading it. How, I want you to explain to me how that's different than what I'm doing. When I boot up the game and I say, this is the save I want to use, and the cloud date updates and changes, how is that not what I'm doing in that moment? What's the difference between those two actions? That's what I don't understand. If the date, if the date of the cloud save was like a week ago, I would understand your solution. The solution doesn't make sense because the cloud date continues to update. I didn't build their stuff, just telling you what corrects it. Okay. Well, if that's what corrects it, that sounds like the synchronization is broken. Because what I'm doing should fix it. Like, let's say there's a power outage or something, and it saves to my hard drive, and then the power of the internet goes out, and it can't sync to the cloud. That perfectly makes sense that I have to go in and say, oh yeah, take my hard drive and override the cloud. Makes perfect sense. But me having to do that every time I open the game doesn't make any sense at all. That's what it's telling you it's doing, but it somehow is not doing that. Right. I'll tell you what it seems like it's doing, Zubair. It seems like the game saves to the hard drive, and when I shut down the PlayStation, 
I wonder if it's because I always do a full shutdown. And if you don't do a full shutdown, is there like a like a few minutes of an interval when you go into rest mode that it's like here sync his most recent save? Like I feel like it's going to continue happening even once I do this because I always do a full shutdown. I only have one PS5. I got this air the other day, so I doubt it has to do with you having two PS5s. It should take literally a, a second to sync. But I'm saying. Yeah, I'm shutting down the system. It's full shutdown every time. Is when you take out your LAN cable? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't take out the LAN cable when they're on. No, 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 no. I don't do that. I do a full shutdown. I don't have this problem. Hmm. It's got to be some kind of a glitch in the matrix, and the best way to fix it is you just delete the cloud save, and then from that point on, it's fixed. But since it did it with so many games, I assumed it was something with Sony. I was like, oh, Sony must be having a problem. Because it, was, it, it wasn't just doing it with Call of Duty. It was doing it with other titles. So I was just like, oh, I have, you know, must be. So I have to do that with every single title that it does that on? That's like, give me a break. Is it the missing data bug? No, it just says that my, my hard drive and my cloud are not synced. One save does not match the other is essentially what it says. It's four clicks. Yeah, on every game, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that it's a difficult. I'm saying that if the system worked as it was intended, I have to do that for every game I open. I was just explaining why I didn't think there was a solution. I thought, oh, they're having a problem because it literally did it on every game. It wasn't one game. Put the PS5 in sleep mode sometimes, and it does this way more, honestly. I was having a lot of problems with the sleep mode. It just wouldn't come out. It would pull. It would say. It would say your console wasn't properly shut down. I was like, "What?" So I yeah, I stopped using sleep mode really early on. Sounds like you just need to throw the PS5 away and get another. Yeah, that's what. That's that's the solution. That's why I asked if it does it again after the, for the game after you fixed it. Well, I've not tried the deleting thing. I did the thing that they tell me to do. They're like, which one do you want? I pick the one that's the most recent, and then it updates the cloud. And I'm like, oh, now I'm good. But then it just keeps happening. And again, since it was, in, since it was happening in every game I played, I assumed there was something going on with their cloud, their cloud system. Yeah, sleep system is so pointless. It boots up so fast. I've never had that problem on my Xbox. Vengeance is on to something. All right. Let us... Uh, let me let me check something here. Yeah, let us try to get the conversation uh, back on track. All right? So this is a debate that we've had before, and Creature continues to think that this is a reality. Right? Given Phil Spencer's commentary about Call of Duty Xbox exclusivity and how it's not going to be a thing, they're going to ship to PlayStation as long as there's a PlayStation, and how they want to expand the reach of their stuff, their footprint, their software, do you think Microsoft is going to try to put Game Pass on other platforms? Do you think there's a reality where Xbox Game Pass ends up on PlayStation? Because I think that is a ludicrous thing to predict, and Creature's like, oh no, it's going to happen. And I'm like, why? 
why would they ever do that? Why would Sony say, yeah, sure, we'll make a dollar or two off of Game Pass and give people a competitive subscription funnel so they don't pick PlayStation Plus? I just, I can't see that ever happening. I'm sure they're trying to. I'm not questioning whether or not, yeah, we're going to try the new thing today, Creature. I'm not I'm not saying that whether or not Microsoft wants to, I'm saying PlayStation would never allow it. They both win. How do they both win? How? It's not like EA Play. EA Play is nothing but EA games. Ubisoft is nothing but Ubisoft games. Game Pass is like a like a, a ridiculous backlog and smattering of games. The only way I see this happening is it wouldn't be Game Pass. It would be something that is specific to Microsoft games. So it would literally be Microsoft, you know, Microsoft sub fee or something. And you would, it would only be their first party titles. It would be Starfield. It would be, you know, it would only be stuff underneath the Microsoft first property funnel. It wouldn't be everything that Game Pass is right now. That wouldn't make any sense. Game Pass is a direct competitor to PlayStation Plus. It's a giant funnel of games that you get at a discount by subscribing. You just get to play all the games. Like, imagine doing that. It's like, oh yeah, you can just get Game Pass on the PlayStation. Yeah, and a lot of those games hit day and date. You don't have to buy them on the PlayStation. You just need their Game Pass. Why would PlayStation do that? I could see there being a weird publisher version like a Microsoft publisher version of here's all the games that Microsoft publishes so it would be like this limited funnel of games so it would be more analogous to EA Play and Ubisoft but Game Pass as it is now no way it's a direct competitor to PlayStation Plus you're giving people a choice do you want do you want this giant funnel of games or this giant funnel of games and one of those they make way less money on game pass on playstation wouldn't make any sense unless they raise the price and do like a 50 50 deal or something but they won't even then i don't know if you would want to do that if they push ahead with putting Game Pass onto modern TVs like they showed at the event a couple of months ago, why would they bother pushing Game Pass onto PlayStation? They wouldn't need it. Well, because the amount of people buying those televisions isn't in the same, it's not in the same hemisphere of the amount of PlayStations that are in circulation. That's the reasoning, right? Creature says Game Pass has games that PlayStation doesn't have. That would allow PlayStation people to have access to them. PlayStation can add Game Pass to a tier of PS Plus or a paid app in the PS Store. Game Pass would be a title limited or date limited. Microsoft makes money by selling their stuff on Sony. Sony sells games to their users without them having to buy Microsoft hardware. Everyone wins. Your jump to everyone wins just, just it seems like you're jumping over the Grand Canyon. You're ignoring in that scenario that PlayStation's literally selling their competitor on the PlayStation. They don't win in that scenario. That's a loss of revenue for them. You're giving 120-something million people the option to subscribe to Microsoft instead of you, and you get like a couple dollars. Tell me how they lose. I'm telling you right now. That's how they lose. You're on PlayStation. We have PlayStation Plus, and we have PlayStation Plus Premium. Which one do you want? 
oh, we also have Game Pass, which is another giant funnel of games, and they make less money on it. Stop saying they're a competitor. That's a given. I'm going to continue to say they're a competitor because you don't seem to understand the fact that if I'm trying to get you on the PlayStation Plus subscription and you can buy Xbox Game Pass, that's a direct competitor. Why am I going to put those things side by side in my storefront? Does Microsoft win by putting PS Plus on their platform? I don't think they do because then you're giving people an option to not buy Game Pass. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, well, do I pick Game Pass or do I pick uh, PlayStation Plus? And Microsoft's revenue split on it would be so low. I gave Sony money for an item. Poor Sony. You're not giving Sony money. You're giving Microsoft money. You're subscribing to Microsoft Game Pass. Sony would get like a dollar or two. Welcome to Netflix. Would you like to try HBO Max? Right. I know people are going to try to run to Amazon, but Amazon is not a good example. Amazon literally sells everything. Direct competitors with each other don't sell their competitors' products like that. That's not a thing like, oh yeah, we have a subscription, you have a subscription. let's Let's sell each other's subscription services on our funnels to our consumer bases. If it was altered for that purpose, they would absolutely win with that. All 12 bar, all twelve Xbox players would rejoice at having a game to play. Right, but I don't think that Microsoft would allow for that because imagine that Microsoft right now has you know 25 million Game Pass subscribers and their projected growth for Game Pass is pretty good. That projected growth gets immediately altered if you introduce PlayStation Plus to their ecosystem, which means that's revenue loss for them because they would make less money on PlayStation Plus than they would for Game Pass. Reverse what I just said. Sony has their own projected growth patterns for PlayStation Plus. If you add another competitive subscription service to the ecosystem, that stands to take money from the PlayStation Plus funnel, which is revenue loss for Sony. You can't just say blanketedly everybody wins. Just because you're making money doesn't mean you're not actively losing money at the same time. It would be like me, Creature, saying, hey, you can go to ReforgeRoast.com and subscribe to my coffee, or you can subscribe to my competitor, and I get like a $2 kickback. Why would I do that? Well, if we get if we get all these people to subscribe to them, we'll make money off those consumers. Yes, and those were potential consumers that would have bought and my, purchased my coffee. What, what? That's, much, that's revenue loss. You were assuming that either Sony or Microsoft would allow the other's presence to be an alternative instead of an additive to their platform. I'm saying that it's not what they would do. Well, yes, if they did like a really stripped down version of first party Microsoft owns property, like let's say they have a package of, of, of Game Pass and they call it Game Pass First Property, right? And it's Starfield, Elder Scrolls, and Fallout, right? And you would you would then say you can get that added at PlayStation Plus Premium or you can buy it separately. Even then, I don't know why Sony would do that. You're literally allowing the antithetical business model on your platform. Sony's in the business of saying we want to sell games. 
we want to sell big titles at full price and game pass is not that so if they let game pass come to their platform they would be taking an antithetical business model and putting it on their platform being like oh yeah you don't have to buy starfield or elder scrolls or any of those titles just get on game pass you know on our platform they would they would just they just sell the games not a subservice that's what i'm saying i don't see a version of game pass ever landing on the sony platform because Sony's business model is 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 the antithesis of like the subscription model. Even their own subscription model is built to bolster sales, not to take away sales. So that's not Game Pass anymore. Yeah, if you have to completely evolve it, tweak it, change it and rip everything out, it's no longer it's no longer Game Pass. As Game Pass exists right now, I I I, I can't see that ever happening. I just can't see it. They'd have to completely change it, and it would be a completely separate offering. It would have to be something that was more similar to EA Play or the Ubisoft thing. What's it called? Ubisoft Plus? It would have to be more like that. Like a a small selection of Microsoft-owned titles. And then all have to be not new releases, because Sony doesn't want to do that. Sony doesn't want to put new releases in a subscription funnel. They don't want to do it. going to be Game Pass Lite, add it on to PS Plus, and it would benefit both companies. So I should be able to buy Maxwell House from Folgers, Whoppers at McDonald's. What world is this? That's what I'm saying. I just don't see it. I just don't still see it happening. You'd have to call it something else, because if it even has the word Game Pass on it, you're indirectly promoting your competitor, and I don't see them doing that, even if they're like, oh yeah, the revenue on it's pretty sound. Well, again, the potential would be you would be losing some of your own subscribers to the Game Pass. Again, if it's additive, oh, well, you can upgrade to PlayStation Plus Premium and it's included or something like that, but then it would then it would, then it it would, would literally only be, it wouldn't even be Game Pass anymore. Five minutes ago on IGN's Twitter, Sony's lost nearly 2 million PlayStation Plus subscribers since... The tiered service was relaunched earlier this year. I wonder if the numbers there are literally that 2 million people didn't upgrade. They just stayed at that base level. And no, no, no. It's all PlayStation Plus now, isn't it? I wonder if that's why. It automatically changed and people just canceled. They were like, I don't want this. Anytime you make adjustments and changes, like Microsoft's going to do, you know, an increase to Game Pass subscription pricing next year, probably. And when they do that, they'll probably have a ton of people leave, too. Told me I could get my bag of Dark Roast, pay an extra 10 bucks, and I could also get Death Wish. I would buy that bundle all day. Yes, and I would never want to do that, Abe, because that runs the risk of you becoming a Death Wish customer. It also runs the risk of you spending more money on my on my website and me making less that extra 10 bucks if i only got a dollar kickback on that that's not good for me i'd rather you feel like well i'll spend an extra 10 bucks and get two bags of dark roast instead of an extra 10 bucks that i get a dollar kickback on that looks like more revenue but it's not it's more revenue at the loss of profit the, the you buying my coffee doing a $10 upsell, getting a bag of Death Wish, and then I get a dollar kickback from Death Wish, 
No, that's that's loss of profit. I'm mo- I'm increasing revenue. You could look at my bottom line and say, "Oh yeah, you increased revenue when you partnered with Deathwish." And I would say, "Yeah, and our margins went down." Because instead of people buying two bags of my coffee where the margins are sound, you're buying my bag, upselling for Deathwish, and I'm getting a dollar kickback on that second bag. I'm already a customer of both. You don't have to worry about the overhead for shipping of Deathwish. Less expensive expensive and some extra kickbacks. No, no, no. That would be increased revenue at loss of profit. Abe, you have to think of it like that. <clears throat> Every single person that would do that extra $10 that's a potential customer that would have spent an additional 10 or maybe 15 dollars on my coffee where I make more money. So let's say a hundred people do the extra $10. That's a thousand dollars. Okay, but I only get a dollar kickback. So those extra hundred people, that's only another hundred dollars in profit. So you could look at the revenue line and be like, oh my gosh, you got another thousand dollars. And I'm looking at the profit line going, but I didn't. I got another hundred dollars. Nine hundred bucks went to Deathwish. That's that's the whole point that people are missing here is that if I get you to spend more money on my platform, but most of that new extra money goes to another company, why would I do that? If you're spending money on my platform, I want it to be on my stuff. I only need one bag of dark. I could be buying a different bag. You're, you guys are getting lost in the example. The point of the example is that just because you can increase my revenue doesn't mean you aren't doing something that is antithetical to profit. Y'all dumb. Thank you, Weezy. What is happening? The basic math. If, you're, if you've got people spending money on your platform, just because you can get them to spend more revenue doesn't mean it generates more profit for you. It can actually be antithetical to profit because instead of that person spending more money on your platform, upgrading, or doing more stuff, they're giving you 10 more dollars and 9 of it's going to your competitor. It, it, it doesn't make sense. That's $10 that they could have given to you. And they're not. They're giving you one and they're giving nine to the competitor. You're just the middleman at that point. How many people could potentially consider upgrading their subscription service or in my case, buying a second bag? Like, you're, you're assuming that if they can't get it from me, they're just not going to buy any more. They're not going to spend any more money. It's potential loss. That's a lot of potential loss. That's a ton of potential loss, Robert. Think about it. Every person that would come to my coffee storefront would be faced with two options. You can buy two bags of of, of Reforged Roast, or you can buy a bag of Reforged Roast, up it for 10, and get a bag of Death Wish. Every single time someone sees that decision, I am potentially losing profit to get a dollar from death wish you if you look at the at the at the at the offer offer right playstation's got their subscription stuff and they have an upsell and when you do the upsell they give you some game pass light thrown in thing and they get a really small kickback on that that's a ton of potential loss for a dollar 
Like that's that's why I'm using a real uh, like a very understandable you know t- transaction. Like I'm risking loss on my coffee business for a dollar. It's not worth it. The that that extra one dollar. Do you know how many people it takes? Think about it like this. If somebody buys two bags of my coffee and this guy buys the death wish combo, I made that extra dollar off this guy. But on this guy, I made eight dollars of profit. I'm just, I don't know what we make per bag. I, I actually don't have the numbers in my brain. I'm just throwing out a number. So when someone buys two bags of, of, of Reforge Roast, uh, on the second bag, I'm making eight bucks. And when this guy does the combo with Deathwish, I make a dollar. Do you know what that means? I lost seven to anybody that was like, well, I was going to get two bags of Reforge, but I, go- I want to go over here. I lost seven. That means for every customer that I lose seven on because they're like, well, this seems like a better deal and I lose that seven. That means I need seven customers who were only going to buy one, but they did the upsell to Deathwish and I got that extra dollar. And if I can get seven of those people, I've now broken even. I would need the number of people that upsell to the death wish to outweigh the number of people that would have just bought two bags of my coffee, which it stands to most economic studies that you wouldn't do that. You would just trust there's a really, really healthy amount of people that are going to buy two bags of coffee. Like, there's way more people are like, yeah, I'm going to grab a second bag. I'm already here. I'm already on the site. Uh, you know, it's shipping. It's nice to have two bags. I'm going to do a best of both worlds. I'm going to get a light roast and a dark roast. Like, it just stands to reason that it's far better to try to get people to upgrade on your funnel and your product than to do something like additive that you get a smaller slice of. Again, just because you increase revenue doesn't mean you aren't hurting your profit. Speaking of coffee, order yours today. Yeah, Reforge Roast is fantastic coffee with balanced acidity. If you've never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you need to try it. Do the best of both worlds combo. Get a light roast, get a dark roast. Somebody ordered 10 minutes ago. They got three bags of dark roast. Dead 718 is a huge dark roast fan. Zubair, that's your new best friend. Anybody who orders that much dark roast, Zubair loves you. Last comment. That makes more sense. I'm no business major. I ain't thinking about those details. Gotta head out. All right, see you, uh, M M Man June. This isn't selling cokes and candies at the checkout for a little extra cash. It's far more insidious. The coke isn't robbing me of sales of my brake pads or mufflers. I know anyone comparing it to last year is making a bad comparison. Yeah, I mean, there's a downturn in everywhere right now. I mean, both both platforms are going down. I'm going to need seven bags of Frickmas Blend delivered to my house today. Sorry, sorry. You'll be able to submit uh, Frickmas Blend orders midway, midway through the month. Anybody who orders that much Dark Roast is invited to the Dark Roast Thanksgiving once we get it set up eventually. (laughs) It's like they're buying your prime product or go to third party and you make a percentage of what is sold. That's right. And I I just, that's everything I just outlined with that lengthy coffee example. Everything I just outlined. 
I think is is a pretty strong argument that you will never see a version of Game Pass on the PlayStation platform. I, I just I don't see it. It doesn't it just doesn't stand to any any it doesn't stand to reason, it doesn't stand to any business sense that Sony would give you an option to spend more money on their platform and they get a teeny slice of it. Because the revenue share on Game Pass, there's just no way it would be that good. Unless Microsoft's super desperate and gives them like a 90% share of it, which even then I don't know if that would be a good idea. Because then going forward, they would maybe want to renegotiate the split. Yeah, shipping is tough, Herve. I wish we could ship coffee to you guys a lot more affordably, you know? I wish we could. What's the flavor of the Frickmas blend? Uh, we have the flavor description on the website. It's uh, it's it's actually it's got this very crisp seasonal flavor, and the 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 way that they achieve it will surprise you. It really will surprise you. The light roast, dark roast, and Frickmas blend are all outlined on the website, and our seasonal blend is the Frickmas blend. It's a low acidic custom blend of citrus, chocolate, and green grape with a crisp finish. Uh, and it's a Mexican bean. So the uh, it has this very, very bright seasonal taste. Like it tastes like a seasonal coffee. It's very good. And I didn't know that we got, they achieve it with green grape. And people that like Frickmas will tell you, you're like, green grape? You'll, you'll understand when you taste it. It's so good. Bear says the coffee really is stupid good. If you like coffee, try the dark roast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're very excited to have the new bags. Once we work through the light roast and the dark roast, those will switch over to the new bags as well. So the more the more coffee you buy, the more the more we the faster we get to that place. Uh, I'm tricking desperate to try coffee, but since shipping to the UK is double the price of the coffee, I just can't justify that level of shipping. Breaks my soul. Yeah, if you want to support what we do here and you're outside the US, it's better just to gift members because you're going to give more money to the postal service than you are to me. Like, I'm not kidding you. You're literally going to pay more to the logistics companies and the shipping companies than you're going to give me. Like, you're better off being like, here's a $50 super chat or, you know, I'm going to gift members. You know, you're better off. The $50 you would drop on coffee, just bless some people in chat with a membership. I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. Sony is crying. I actually think Sony's probably celebrating to have Phil Spencer walking out and talking about their platform free of charge can you imagine can you imagine being playstation and having the ceo of xbox game division talking about your platform on podcasts that's that's great that's such uh, free advertising you got phil spencer one of the biggest names in gaming actively going out into the public and going on podcasts and talking about your platform and increasing the confidence in your platform's future I bet if a bunch of euros went in as a group, we could get that shipping down reasonably. I don't know. I love the coffee. It's not worth $50 a bag, not unless he starts feeding it to cats before he sends it to us. When the Frickmas blend comes in, can I just come by and pick some up? No, you cannot do that. Good or bad is free advertisement, so yes. You need a satellite office in Europe. It would be so expensive to bulk ship over there anyway. It would it would hurt our margins. Like 
I would have to spend so much to get the coffee over there, I would make less per bag. So it, by the time I go through all that, this is a perfect example. That would increase our revenue, but it would hurt our profits. That's like super relevant to the discussion that we just had. You could, on paper, figure out a way to increase revenue generation for Reforged Roast Coffee, but we would make less profit per bag. So unless you could convince me that we would move coffee hand over fist over there, you know, and then that would justify the loss in profit. Or I can sell it at the rate that we already sell it, it sells at a very healthy, very good, very good regular rate here, and I know every bag is going to generate a certain amount of profit. Sure, it could be sourced over there. We'd have to find a roaster over there and see if we could get. We'd have to find a roaster, buy it from the roaster, bagged and shipped. I'd have to have it shipped to a supplier over there, which all of that would probably lead to loss of revenue, a loss of profit. I'd either have to pay someone like Hilly to take care of it or some local distributor to take care of it. All of that's a threat to profit. You make more money. Oh, you make more profit. Not necessary. I'm sorry. You make more revenue. Doesn't mean you make more profit. You're selling more coffee to consumers who aren't purchasing currently. There'd be a break even point there. Going to spend on how many, going to depend on how many UK customers there are. That's what I mean. You'd have to ju- you'd have to have such sound numbers to do it, Alapark. We'd have to be able to justify it and say we're going to sell this many more bags a year. That justifies the profit loss per bag. You know what I mean? There'd have to be insane demand. Yeah, the demand in the U.S. isn't even that strong, and we probably drink more coffee, arguably, than folks in the U.K. I mean, I'm not an expert. I'm not some economic sociologist here, but I I would stand to reason that we're probably going to sell more coffee in the U.S. than in the U.K. So the demand over there, I don't think, would be high enough to justify all the work that would go into doing that. Just the time that would take for us to research it would be potential loss. That'd be loss of productivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zubair and Abe making the tea joke. Sure, sure, sure. Tell that to a Brit that a, a light roast coffee is basically tea. Online MVP gifting 10 more memberships. Thanks for doing that, online MVP. If you guys get a gifted member, understand it is now a base membership. A full membership is $1 more. If you want to upgrade your membership that you just got from online MVP, you can do it for $1. Starting in December... Full membership will be required to get into all of the members-only content. C-I-I-I, I'm not, C3 maybe is what that's supposed to be. C3, Altair, Sean4050, Alexandros, Bull, Bray, Tyler, King K, Dave, and Dylan. You guys all got gifted memberships. Thank you so much, Online MVP. So many generous people have been gifting members. We have dropped back down significantly. The Star Wars Watch Party is this Saturday night. Remember, remember the 5th of November. This Saturday night is the Star Wars Watch Party. And we'll continue to do those as long as we hit 2,000 members. So if you want to unlock episode 2 of that, we need to get back up to 2,000 members. Right now we're at like 1,200. We fell back down pretty far. Someone is lucky I'm playing MW2 right now uh, and CBA to check who said that. What?
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've not gotten to watch the trailer yet, Tommy. Gotta run. Have a good rest of the show. All right, Daniel. Here's the thing, too. We're going to experiment with something today. We're going to experiment with something today. We're going to do the members-only stream in the middle of all of our streams instead of at the end. We feel like more members will get to watch. We also feel like that'll give me a chance to kind of have a break and, like, eat lunch. And then the second show will hit the ground running after a one-hour members-only stream. That will limit the members-only streams to just one hour. But we feel like that'll give more people an opportunity to hang out. More members are here earlier in the day than later. By the time we get to around 2 o'clock, a lot less members are hanging out. Graydon, thank you for renewing your membership and doing three months. Make sure you upgrade from base membership to full membership before December. We have an upgrade command. If you want to see how to upgrade, it's very, very easy. You think you'll bring back the This Week on Steam segment? I enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, oh, my dry race sports moved. We'll ha- we have to be able to justify doing that. Like, the second show is going to be gameplay quite a bit, starting with God of War. We thought we were going to be doing a lot more Modern Warfare 2 gameplay, but Spec Ops is kind of a disaster right now. It- it's not it's not working, and we were going to grind that to prepare for the MW2 raids. But when Ragnarok hits, there's going to be a lot of game pass in that second segment. So... The second segment is still just a bit of a question mark for us. It's just it's just been hard to to have the second show perform as well as the first, which makes me not want to do it. I've got a lot more I could do during my day than bunt on my second show consistently, you know? And we think maybe doing the member stream in the middle might help, um, you know? Concerning recording your whole live, having someone edit it, this, that doesn't work, Prowl. We used to do really long streams, and the minute we cut the streams down to being shorter than three hours, they all started to perform better as live streams. They started to perform better as VODs. The whole streaming for seven hours thing is great for the big, huge, giant guys, but it doesn't work for daily segmented shows. It, it hurts. It really, really hurts. Because what you do is you get all this great live viewership while you're live, and then you remove it from the channel. You unlist the video and then edit them and upload them. Like, it's actually terrible. I don't know why people continue to do that. Maybe they just haven't seen the light. But, like, why would I go live, have a live stream hit 5,000 views, sometimes 10,000 or more views, really good streams, and then just take all those views away from myself? Stream for three hours the exact same way you do right now, but also record it and cut it into video form as well. Oh, we already do that. We record the first, we record the show open. It's a five minute update and we upload that to a separate channel. We already do that. Yeah. The show open is structured so anybody that clicks on the VOD gets everything they're looking for. But the show open is also structured in a way that we record that opening update and we kick it to another channel. Thank you, Graydon, for upgrading to full membership. Yeah. Yeah. What that does is it purifies the channels. Like, this is a live channel. That's it. It's a live channel, and we do shorts. Nothing else hits this channel, which the latest UI update makes it look really stupid because you come to my channel and click on videos, and you see a 10-month-old upload. It's like, we don't upload here. We live stream, right? So their latest UI update is like, I need to be able to switch those tabs around. Halloween was a blast with the fam, Dan. So... 
So we've officially run out of gas. So we are going to go to members. And our second show of the day is going to be about the Iron Man game. But we are going to do members before that. We're doing a little experiment today. I feel like more people will get to watch the members only stream if we do it in the middle. And like I said, it'll allow me to have a little bit of a break. It'll allow me to uh, to have my lunch and not feel like I'm disrupting the second show. So, if you're not a member, if you're not a member, we'll, we'll be back live in an hour with a new show. Uh, we'll be back live in an hour with a new show. So, I'm going to take everybody over to members. If you're not a member, it's a great time to become one. If you're not a full member, you want to become a full member before December. Starting in December, you will not be able to watch all the members-only content. I'm kind of done giving away as much members-only content as we do. I'm kind of done giving that away to gifteds that don't decide to pay. And if you can't afford it, that's not what I have in mind. We got we hit like 3,000 members and no one converted because we don't we don't ask it. Like we didn't ask for you to. Like we give we were giving six members-only streams a week. And everybody got to watch everything. And we would like there to be a dividing line to be like, listen, you got a gifted, awesome. You get to sample the content, you get a badge, you get emotes, you get in our Discord, but we need you to jump in and get committed. And if you like what we do, then you need to do that. If you want me to continue to do what I do, we need you to do that. Live streams are not the same as the rest of YouTube. So uh, we will be starting that in December. So you have all of the month of November to upgrade to a full membership. It's only $1. We had to do that, though, because flying all the way up to 3,000 members and falling all the way back down to 1,200, we're not doing something right if we're literally converting less than a percent of the people that got a membership. So. Our, our neighborhood was bustling, Eugene. We have neighborhoods that go crazy, though. They do big with the decoration. They also do big for Christmas. So they go crazy with the decorations. They go crazy with the lights and the setups. Our, there were crowds of kids in our neighborhoods. So we're, like, in a real, like, locked-in-time area, too. It's just everyone's friendly. Everybody knows each other's names. It's, like, it's the most postcard-esque neighborhoods I think I've ever seen in my life. Like, it honestly feels kind of weird sometimes. Like, are we in the Truman Show? Like, what is this? So, we had we had lots of people. Like, our kids literally, their bags got so full, we stopped. We had to just go home. We're like, it's time to go home. Your bags are gonna break. Too many people go into, like, fancy neighborhoods. It's hard, yeah. If you're close to, like, a really fancy neighborhood that kind of goes crazy, everybody's gonna... Everybody's going to go there, right? That sounds terrible. I don't want them to know my name. Anybody hear the cheer song? Yeah. And everybody knows your name. That's right. (laughs) All right, was popping. Yeah, it depends on where you live. I I think some places, I think some places go a little wild. They do. They go a little wild. They really get into it. So, um... Right, share comment. We're gonna do an all members post, and we're gonna say, uh, mid mid day member stream, trying something new. All right, post 
Alright, there's going to be a link in chat. If you guys don't like to mess around with redirect, if redirect doesn't work for you, then click the link in chat, right? Yeah, our church did a trunk or treat thing, Eugene, and I think a lot of people now do trunk or treats. It's more organized. You just go, everybody's there, get a ton of candy, see all your friends, and you don't have to like walk around in the dark. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think I do think people are are doing that yeah 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 it might be affecting neighborhood involvement because we went to a trunk or treat on Sunday and I bet you some families would have done that gotten a ton of candy and been like we don't need to go out in the cold and the rain what we got candy we had fun you know our church did one we didn't go to it we like to be involved in our own neighborhood and get to know the people here so thank you so much Akuta Papa for the two dollar tip. All right, click the link in chat, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna take us over to, to uh, members. We'll be back in an hour for those of you that are not members, and we'll be talking about the new Iron Man game. Hey, thanks for clicking on this video. It's a members-only stream in the middle of the day. We're going to try something new where the talk shows will sort of be separated by a members-only stream. It'll give me an opportunity to take a little bit of a break, have my lunch, feel a little bit of a relax, like relaxation time to like just kind of calm down for maybe a hot topic or a hot debate. And then we'll go to the second talk show after this. This might also let more members be here live. More members are here during those early day portions of the day. Once we get into the afternoon, once we get after lunch, it tends to maybe slow down a little bit. People are going to lunch and they're done with their day. I'm going to end the previous stream about Call of Duty remaining on PlayStation. I'm going to bring everybody over who is a member. If you're not a member, uh, remember remember the 5th of November. If you want to be part of the Star Wars Watch Party, it's this Friday, November the 